The wheel of time turns, and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend, then fade to myth, and are long forgot when that age comes again. In one age, called the third age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose in the mountains of doom. The wind was not the beginning. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the turning of the wheel of time. But it was a beginning. Welcome. This is the Queens of Fantasy podcast, a podcast dedicated to deeply analyzing, discussing, and reading fantasy series alongside other readers. Each season of this podcast is dedicated to a specific fantasy series and or author. In this season, we are discussing The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. The queens in this podcast include myself, Alex, Marissa, who's to my left. You don't know that, but she is. <laughs> and Tay. <laughs> We are your guides and companions for your adventure through various fantasy worlds. Tay, I gotta tell you, I just listened to our preview episode because it just came out for those who are listening to this in real time. And you mention uh, when people call you Taylor, it makes you think they're mad at you. And I've consistently been calling you Taylor <laughs> like the whole time. time. I made a threat <laughs> in the, the first one where I was like, oh, what I'm mad at her. And, and, and now I'm like thinking of every time I've called her Taylor. I'm like, oh God, she probably leaves these like meetings crying i gotta tell you (laughs) i have yet to be mad at you so oh well (laughs) i'm sorry there's still time don't worry that's that's not even true (laughs) (laughs) i have i not to get us like moving along already but i have a lot of opinions can somebody give us a a quick summary of of what we just oh god because alex Let me, let me, yeah, so we have, oh, we have, chapters. we have Egwene, yes, and Min, just hanging out, because Min, turns out, was not in any danger. <laughs> Zero danger. <laughs> I was worried for nothing. <laughs> Min can come and go as she pleases, because, yeah. The Sean Chan are not? very overconfident. In yeah, I have thoughts on that. <laughs> we also summary. have, yeah. loyal. <laughs> <laughs> this is the two second summary, we're gonna get into it. <laughs> <laughs> we have Rand Aol crew. <laughs> and they are like Rand is basically like I'm going. Like, there's some stuff that happens, but he's like I'm going to Faldara. Yes. Sorry, not Faldara. Fom. Uh, Fom. I was like that wasn't right, but I'm going to go with it <laughs> cuz I trust you. <laughs> go to Fom because I feel like I have to go to Fom. The pattern. The pattern is Will pulling leaves. me maybe, which was the closest I've ever heard him coming to accepting it they go there and they're like we're gonna they find out (laughs) here's the horn got the horn no problem got the dagger ingtar's like hey i was secretly battle along and i'm gonna go kill myself (laughs) and then Egwene and they see Egwene, realize she's trapped and then they're like we have to rescue Egwene. and nynaeve and company are like we already did it we got it don't worry and then we have a big fight in the sky and matt blows the horn and Matt blows the horn, and then Rand gets mortally wounded. Min cuddles him, and so uncomfy. then 
it's revealed that Moraine, ever the bad person of this story, obviously, has revealed to the world that he's the Dragon Reborn, even though he revealed it himself when he was in the sky doing a big battle with the big bad evil guy. And so Rand's mad again. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> was that a good summary? It was a it was it, it was, was the longest two sentence summary. <laughs> summary I've heard yet. Let's let's get into it then. We're ready. In my, def- in, in my defense, I was not prepared. <laughs> in your defense, that was Alex's job. <laughs> yeah, that was my job. And I did not I did not You know what? I'm gonna job. bring the bias in because I wasn't prepared, so it's fine. It's fine. We're good. I got to tell you, too, I love this ending because I love Matt <laughs> so much. Which for me is confusing so far, the... but okay. <laughs> we will get to the ending. I feel like I... This I... was where the first time I read it, I was like, okay, Matt. Yep, I'm here. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. I, I don't know why eventually, but... A different reaction, but... Thoughts? We'll, we'll get there. Right. We'll get there. <laughs> all right. Well, first all, first off, we start... In chapter forty-one, <laughs> so not the end, <laughs> and we've got we've got Huron just just searching for Fane's trail, but so far no dice. I don't know. They're just looking looking through different towns, close to Falm, basically, or close to Toma's head where they are. And Loyal stressed about riding in the rain because his books are going to get wet, and that is very upsetting. <laughs> I mean, you know, so I as he uh, should be. I feel that. <laughs> I made a note here. Because I just if we're talking about like medieval esque times and not having many copies of books i actually feel like we we need to under we need to understand that the books that like burned they might have been like one of a couple copies of those books and like so his like it's all cute and endearing but it's also kind of legit it's valid like i feel like it's framed up as you know oh he's just such a book nerd and we love him for that but it's also kind of important that he cares about these books as much as he does. I mean, like, I wouldn't want to get one of my books today wet. So, yeah. And I could go buy another copy. You could go buy another copy. Imagine if you had, like, one of five copies. Like, you don't know if the other five copies are in good condition. It's very true. Loyal? Protecting the knowledge and the stories of this world, potentially. That Just is. fall in love with him a little more, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love Loyal. I love Loyal. I'm a loyal You know Taylor loves Loyal. <laughs> Taylor just wants the loyal book. I, I'm hoping that this just turns into loyal story. <laughs> yeah. God, I think you're going to be wrong. <laughs> I would be down for it. Maybe a spinoff Maybe a side story, A side quest with just loyal. Yeah, a spinoff. Let me talk to Robert Jordan um, from the grave. <laughs> Maybe he'll write one for you. <laughs> so they stop at an abandoned town and Rand is grumpy and wet. And he's... Oh my he, gosh, Rand grumpy? He's uncomfy. And he goes to sleep in a random room because I guess this inn is abandoned. He's got another Balsamon vision dream type thing and he channels after channels at him and then Balsamon like vanishes after offering to train him in the one power and he leaves like smoking handprints on like the chair chair he's grabbing yeah Yeah. we have a moment before that I'm just here to point out every time Rand annoys me (laughs) so Varen is like all right well first off we have Ingtar being sketch sus Sus. I forgot how sus, how I'm, clearly suspicious Ingtar I'm is. actually annoyed. So I had it in my um, my notes to mention that he was being sus a little bit about the horn, but I didn't know if it was going to go anywhere. And then he started being more sus. And I was like, oh, I feel like I really should have said something. And then and then he was like, hey, everyone, we'll get to that. <laughs> but he's being sus and her and like kind of catching on to it, being like, why are you talking like this? This is not how we're supposed to talk. And 
you know, Varian is like, well, some things are more important than others. And Rand just instantly is pissed off by that. And he says, I'm not the dragon reborn in his head. Uh, light. I wish I could just get away from Aes Sedai completely. I just like to walk away, out, Rand. Just, walk away. <laughs> just really quickly. They have saved you multiple times. Every time you're in danger, you want one of them near you. Egwene is going to be Aes Sedai and you claim to love her. I happen to feel like you're going to marry an Aes Sedai. It's not Egwene, but we'll get to that later. You're going to marry an Aes Sedai. You're going to have Aes Sedai lovers. This is you're going to have to get over it, dude. I said a lot of things that Alex wants to comment on. I'm just having thoughts here. <laughs> so I, I'll get to it. It's okay. But, and then, and then, then you're having this conversation and Loyal's like, oh, Taverin and Rand just loses. Like, he is <laughs> so, snaps. He, how dare you call me the Dragon Reborn? How dare you call me Taverin? How dare you speak to me at all? Actually, you peasants. So... Rand's well, having a good act time. in the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> that he doesn't want to be. And then he goes and has a bad dream and you know. Or just our big dumb dummy farm boy. Yeah. yeah. Once again, we have also Balsamon reiterating that this is potentially different. Of course he might be lying. He's the father of lies. I get that. But he is talking about how the next time you will not be reborn. This is the last time I'm sending like this this is it. And he's also saying you still again we're met with Rand is going to have the choice between death everlasting or life eternal and power. So yeah, Bosman is over it. He's <laughs> he's done. <laughs> he's done this too this many times. Yeah. So then we flash back to Nynaeve and Elaine watching the kennels uh, in Falm. And then Min kind of just pops up because, yeah, Min, Min has just been able to come and go as she pleases. The Shanjin do not really care about her. They're like, OK, you, you can visit Egwene. But we don't really, you're not useful to us. So. I think it says they have fun. Trust everyone until like you give them a reason not to trust you. So, they- yeah, the Shan Chen are so overconfident. It's almost comical with the way that no, it they is comical. It believe is believe that it is. people will follow the oaths they've made them swear, <laughs> the way that they just let people carry weapons. Like they don't care what you do. Until you attack them, then they're like, okay, you're dead. Like, you know what I mean? They're, they're just like, because they believe that this is their land and they belong there and this is like, they sh- should be given to them anyways. So, yeah. Yeah. Also, we have a group of women who are so comically unprepared and create such a comically frustrating ease of entry for our girls to rescue Egwene that it actually makes me mad in a way that I don't know if I can like explain. I really hated this. It made no sense to me. And I get that like it was supposed to be an overconfidence. Overconfidence would have been just letting Min go at the beginning and not bothering with her. Mm -hmm. Overconfidence would have been not giving up the chase for Nynaeve. Overconfidence is not what I read from their first encounter with them. I read this group is going to mess these girls up and I'm scared for them, which was the point. And then Min's just chilling. And it is so frustratingly not the same people who threatened to kill her to keep Egwene in line. Mm -hmm. I gotta say, so they've just had season two of the show. Slight spoilers for season two, but uh, some things in book two happen in season two. Yeah. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> so the Sean Chen are there and they are freaking terrifying. And it shows a lot more of yeah. what happens. I'm not comfy. Like, I want to be clear. I don't like what they're doing and I don't want them to be more powerful. I That's not what that I'm asking. That but like, is more intense, yes, I think. And I, I get what I'm agreeing with what you're like. 
that might be better. But I also just, it feels, I don't know. I don't, I feel like I'm just the girl being like, little sexism, little sexism. But it feels really unfortunate that this group of women have such a comically silly outlook on a prisoner that they took, that they just give her a weapon and say, have a nice day. Yeah. And you can work for us or you can leave. We really don't care. When they went through all the trouble to keep her, it's such a waste of reason. It's it doesn't make any sense to me. Like I just can't ex- I can't think a way that makes it make sense. I will say with those two been, scenes, and Taylor would have loved this. Like if they had killed men right there, <sighs> I feel like that would have been. I actually so I much love more men. Shocking. I love men. I thought. Like that makes more sense. Yeah. That would have been a better a better everything. I I'm glad she's still well, we'll have different opinions on men maybe today, <laughs> but I'm I like as a character, I'm glad she's still alive because mm-hmm. she's interesting and I think she has potential to be a really cool character to follow. But as like plot and world building and like characterization and motives like none of it makes sense for them to take her and then just like let her go like it's just it's really it feels lazy Mm -hmm. or it feels like oh well of course these women didn't think through their plan maybe it's building to something who knows i guess you two will have to read and find out Will we see the Shanshan again? Do we think yes or no? But like, how does it build? Like, how does it like build to anything that they just are crappy planners? Like, you know I what mean, I maybe mean? Maybe this was the crappy plan. <laughs> These are the forerunners, potentially. You know, that that could foreshadow that there are more of them. That's all I'm saying. I, I have no idea what you mean by that <laughs> at all. Right, they're Taylor. calling themselves the forerunners, so they're like coming before. Right, that's what like the name of. To me, it was that. Did we say that the forerunners? Forerunners was mentioned. Yeah, like the forerunners of Arthur Hawking's armies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the forerunners. Meaning they're ahead of something. No, yeah, but that doesn't really. I don't know if that was a direct. <laughs> like, regardless, it's still. Oh no, they still are in this situation. Like, that's all I mean. Extremely like, overconfident. I, I understand. Like, they might not be like the best of the best, but they still like. I don't know. We have the children of light, and they didn't. They weren't like comical. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't like it. I thought it was kind of a lazy way to get men out of that situation, while yeah. also really aggressively pushing for forward like the torture and the evilness of this group and I feel like there was other ways like again I they could have just left men there mm-hmm. like that's also potential- they took her only to just keep Egwene in line but then they let her free and let her visit Egwene like that's not going to help keep Egwene in line yeah like it makes zero sense to have done both things all right yeah and I just I I don't know I just I was sitting there like okay that's fair that's a fair point <laughs> I understand that they could still be like a, a decent villain coming up, but in this moment they look a little weird. Yeah. Like it just does it's not even It wasn't as big of a weak. deal. It's just like it doesn't it literally doesn't make sense. All right. I feel that. Or I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt that whole Egwene Sean Chan storyline was too quick, anticlimactic a little. Yeah. Like I expected it something to happen and it was just we got to Falm and now that's like that's she was it. really only <laughs> captured for like basically two chapters. For like not even this No, but like the like, chapters yeah, we even got I, to see I know, there was like, two chapters like, <laughs> really. It's like also, you know what? I think I I can maybe explain why it's bothering me. It's it's 
it's violence against women as world building because there was no other reason to put her in that situation other than to explain this group in a way that made us care about it. And you didn't have to do that. Right. We'd already seen them. Like, I already knew they were horrible. I already didn't like them. I was already scared of our characters accidentally getting caught by them. You didn't really have to go through this. It feels unnecessary as a whole. And because it's not necessary as a whole, it doesn't make sense. And there are huge plot holes with it. Like, like again, the Min thing just doesn't make sense. Like, the even how easy it is really for like them to free Egwene doesn't really make sense. I think it's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. I think it's hilarious that Rand is so concerned <laughs> and the girls have it under control. Favorite part. Loved that. Yeah. But like it felt you raised the stakes so high and then you immediately pulled them back and it made me not care mm -hmm. and it made it feel comical, which like I know they might like I'm they're going to come back and that's fine. But like it didn't really serve the purpose that you wanted it to serve then. Right. So I just think it, it could have been. Oh, I feel like I'm just like crapping all over this book and I don't <laughs> want to do that because I enjoyed it. <laughs> but I just feel like the a stakes lot of, were not there for you. Well, the stakes weren't there, but also there's just a lot of plot holes mm -hmm. that don't make a lot of sense. And for a plan for a six book series, it's weird. Yeah. Like, it's just weird that that, like, there's a plot hole in book two about something, like, it didn't need to be a plot. I don't know. Like, it's just, like, it's, it's there rubbing There are me. definitely things, and, like, I mean, it's a she could have learned them in a different way, but Egwene does learn certain types of, like, ways to use the power here that... Yeah, and it does say like she learned. She could have very faster. well learned a different way. <laughs> she learns but. faster than she had in the tower, and you know she learns which one of her elements like she calls too easier. Which yeah, yeah like like she just... could have done that without getting tortured for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. I it felt like violence was violence of women as world building, which yep. is just not a fun trope. Yep. Okay. Do you have thoughts about it? <laughs> yeah, mostly I just feel it was rushed. There could have been a lot more development. Like if we were going to make this choice to have this group and have them do these terrible, horrible things, like you can make that choice and do it. <laughs> like it, it just... You know what it feels like? Sorry. No. What does it feel like? It feels like... You're going to hate this, Alex. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't even look at you when I say this. Oh, my God. It feels like Feyre getting captured in the third book of Akatar just to be released in, like, four chapters. When does Feyre get captured in the exactly. third book of Akatar? <laughs> she goes back to Tamlin and, like, pretends to be in love with him. Oh, right. And I thought it was going to be this huge, like, plot. Line and she maybe, just oh like, you're right. sorry spoilers just, like, for Akatar um <laughs> for some reason I don't have been expecting that oh, right. yeah if you're we'll in the middle in of the description if you're of in the middle podcast. of what is Akamaf or whatever uh you know wait no what's the last one I Mist don't Fury know is not no, the last one I can't well I'm calling it the last war, one Aka it's war. not but I I ignore the Aka uh, war? extra two yeah I just war I don't know ruin? what wings wings and rune yeah I couldn't remember what the words were I just knew it spelt war. Oh. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, it feels a little like that. <laughs> in which, oh, what a connection. <laughs> which also there was like such a big build up, and I wasn't excited. Again, I wasn't excited about like the bad things the character was going to go through, but I was excited because it was going to be like a challenge to overcome. And then it wasn't. And that's like a little bit different here, but the, like same thing. I was like, oh my gosh, like how? Like I was worried. You heard me in the last part. I was worried about. Men. I like. Yeah, you were stressed about men. I was mm -hmm. stressed. Like I was upset about men. And then it was like, oh, 
she's just she's just walking free, like living her best life. Like she's fine. It's like yeah, right. Yeah. I'm like okay. All right. Well, we are with still with Egwene uh, in our summer. <laughs> yes, sorry. Tangent, sorry. <laughs> so Min is visiting because she, yeah, she's just allowed to walk free. She visits, promises to go to Egwene free. Egwene is pretty depressed here and like not does not believe that she will be able to get free and she's like trying to channel the little bit that she can to feel at the collar to try and get it off because when you channel too much it makes you feel sick so she can only manage like a tiny little sliver of her power and rena shows up realizes she's been channeling and basically says oh you don't get a name anymore i'm gonna call you Tuli, like my pet from when i was a child and you know beats her <laughs> because that's what the shan chen do and min runs off in tears because there's not too much she can do in that situation and this is when she like runs into Nynaeve and Elaine. She takes them to Bale Doman's uh, ship. Shout out, we, we see Bale Doman again. <laughs> so I do want to just so we have a couple lines here. We have Elaine wishing Rand was here. Oh, I, have I was too. waiting for this to come up because I hate this line so much. I, I knew she Rand said it and I here. couldn't remember when and she just says it out of the blue. I wish Rand was here. Elaine! Stop. She's they're like, well, like he they're does talking have about a the collar. Yeah. Shut so up, Elaine. She, they're like talking about how to get the like Nynaeve is like, how do I get this collar off? I will do this. I will die figuring this out. And Elaine goes, I wish Rand were here. Elaine sighed. And when they both looked at her, she blushed and quickly added, Well, he does have a sword. I wish we had somebody with a sword. Ten Elaine, of them. You met him of them. For five minutes one day. Back off. <laughs> Literally, I, I just, she's I hardly like, even talked was, to him. Yeah, Elaine, like she's seen down. him. We also have a little bit more revealed about what Min is seeing around them, which is why I'm so glad Min survived, even though maybe... she could have gone through some hardship a little bit. Well, it's just plot hole. But that's fine. We're moving on because she's okay and I'm happy about that. <laughs> so she sees above Nynaeve's head a man's ring of heavy gold. Shocking. We know what that is. It's Lance ring, it's but Lance what does ring. it mean? We know though. that means that they're destined to be she together and if they aren't i'm going to absolutely riot i am going to riot it's <laughs> gonna be a rough podcast guys i think it just means that she's gonna have to use it and like give it to someone probably yeah it's coming up yeah uh no and leaves. above elaine's a red hot iron and an axe that made me think very of... quickly oh connects her to Perrin. that's what i thought i just immediately thought of Perrin. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if that's... I'm just trying to remember how these connect into the story now, because I'm, I'm thinking about... Okay, so that changes I mean, like, my don't tell us. can't remember it. <laughs> no, not, not that I... I'm just like, because there's so many of Min's viewings, I'm like trying to remember which ones like we see, you know? So I don't know. I kind of read this as like, I don't know if this is going to connect her. So I was thinking, I don't think it's this anymore based off of your reaction, <laughs> Alex, but I might... I don't know. Maybe I'm reading oh, too great, much Great, my reactions that. are spoilers. <laughs> I was, knew that, I was thinking a warder situation. Mm, all right. Like how I but thought Perrin you know, was going to be Egwene's warder. Yes. At the beginning. But I also thought it could potentially be just a next splitting off of the cruise. Might be Elaine and Perrin just together. Or we might have, I mean, I think there could be a lot of fun to have with even Elaine stealing his axe for a little bit, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. That's what I want <laughs> to happen. That's not what's going to happen. Elaine with an axe? Yeah, that would be great. I didn't, I that. like, I wanted Perrin to be the Dragon Reborn, but it's Rand. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to get further into the series. <laughs> We're ready. We're trying. I know. <laughs> yeah, we meet Bielt Doman again, and he agrees to take them out of Falm. 
if if they can get to a ship. I do love the interaction between Nynaeve and him here where Nynaeve is like bluffing. Not I, bluffing, but like I she's loved her, standing up to her him as best thing, she can. And then her going into the alley afterwards and being like, oh my God, and shaking. And I was like, that's a very me. Like that that would have yeah, been She me held it together for the meeting. She was like, oh my God, I'm going to throw <laughs> and up. And then went and cried at her desk. <laughs> yeah, she went and cried at <laughs> Not at her desk, in the bathroom. Yeah, privacy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> then we have Perrin getting, basically missing getting caught by some white cloaks here. And Huron finally finds the trail. And then we have a POV of, of Bornhold where he, you know, tells Child Buyer that he's not going to fight and that pisses him off. He is not happy about that. We also have Perrin kind of, I feel like coming much more to terms with his wolf abilities so much so that he does though he doesn't like it he explains who he is by using the image of the the bull the young bull he, he it's it's you know in spite of himself is the line that we get of it but i i just love the idea of this <laughs> kind of falling a little little bit in love with perrin because he's like just he's trying to be helpful in whatever way he can even if it kind of makes him uncomfy and i just i love the dedication to it he's being stubborn about it i wish he would just kind of fully accept everything that's happening but i appreciate that he's at least willing to do it for the greater good i think that's a you know good quality i absolutely love the way that they discuss how the wolves speak and how they say their names to each other i I just that's probably how wolves talk so i just enjoy that (laughs) and perrin like attaches his scent with his name yes the one time i'm not like that horrified by the term scent and using it (laughs) (laughs) there are other times where i hate scent (laughs) being used as like a personality trait not personality trait that's wrong oh like someone smelling like pine and snow pregnancy <laughs> that's what i'm thinking oh, you were saying yeah. before, oh like... <laughs> you can just smell it on them yeah yeah that's yeah that's vomit inducing <laughs> when they're in this village and other villages they've seen too Huron is like commenting on the black has a and... rough time sometimes <laughs> he's got a challenging ability <laughs> the like blackened circle on the ground and like this the stink of it has it's been six or eight months past and it still stinks and he I says your description of it your guess of what happened Sorry, oh. just like... <laughs> well but he says the whole village council and their families why would they do a thing like that here you compared it to people being ground up and then somebody casting fireball <laughs> yeah yeah i said back when we noticed the first one like right at the very beginning i'm thinking maybe they crowded a bunch of people into one space and fireballed them yeah (laughs) that's what i'm imagining i just just had this like it was like half funny half not (laughs) moment where i was just like Like, imagining a D &D group just you know everybody's got that friend who's just gonna fireball fireball i cast fireball no (laughs) yeah um my guess is actually instead of fireball my thought was lightning first i don't Mm. know if it ever actually gets explicitly explained Mm. but but then again the shan chen cast fireball later so (laughs) maybe it was fireball i feel like it's a pretty good guess yeah (laughs) and something else i don't know if we've mentioned before since bornhold is sending child buyer to carry a message to his son eventually dane his his son is the children of the light guy from Barlon, right that gave rand the business his name is bornhold oh it might have been so yeah, that's that's because he wasn't old right no he was young 
He was yes, the one so that, that at the end of this series, Tay is going to be sitting in a room with red yarn <laughs> and a whole bunch of printouts of pictures and names. And she's going to be like, this person was connected to this person. And okay, I'm going like, to be like, yeah, but I really like the part where Nynaeve and Len kissed. <laughs> There's so many things that I feel like Taylor's going to pick up on that would have been like, that were a huge shock to me that I'm going to be like, wow, the, the hints were there and I just missed them. <laughs> We said close reading. Taylor said absolutely. You bet it will be close. Yeah. (laughs) So just a little tidbit. Okay. So we also threw kind of this whole section in this whole attempt. We have Rand feeling pulled. I mentioned this in my really quick, really unbiased description of what happens. But we have him being pulled towards Falm and, you know, Ingtar fighting it. And now they get pulled towards Falm again. And Varen's essentially, you know giving the the stock answer which is the wheel wi- weaves as the wheel wills and the the fact that you know you can try to alter it as you want but you're gonna get pulled in anyway the wheel weaves as the wheel wills is just everything happens for a reason yeah <laughs> that's the quote yeah. yeah she's got that in her instagram bio yeah <laughs> that's exactly right so and we have you know them kind of getting pulled in and also, this is the chapter that is called Five Will Ride Forth. <laughs> Screaming which... last episode inside. <laughs> I literally sent you guys a picture of that chapter when I reached it. And I was like, this You're is like, what we oh. were talking about. <laughs> Here All it right, is. So <laughs> Five Will Ride Forward and Four Will Ride Back. <laughs> yeah. Conveniently, I put this in the notes and I think it's funny. Conveniently, we have a red shirt coming along for the ride. So that's fun. We okay. actually have kind of two. but Yeah, I was wondering which one you two assumed. Oh, it was Ingtar. For sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't think here. Even I think no, we I said didn't it think Kieran. Yeah, I, I, Ingtar, because I was getting sus vibes from him, and once we get sus vibes from somebody who's supposed to be good, they have to die. <laughs> and even if that wasn't the case, Ingtar, if I was wrong about the kind of suspicion, there was still the Ingtar had the had the most reason to make a noble sacrifice, mm-hmm. which is conveniently. What happens? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Varen plans. Varen plans the crew that goes forth, picks five, draws a wheel in the dirt, and then crosses out one, and that freaks Rand out. Well, no, it doesn't just freak Rand out. He uh, has another annoying moment where he says, "You're letting your fancies take you." He's told himself irritably, "She can't do anything if she isn't there." I need him to understand it's not the Aes Sedai. I just, I listen. Hate at this point, hate them all you want. I'm, I've given up that battle, but just they're not doing anything to you. Yeah, like except he's blaming them for pushing him towards his destiny, but he is. But he's also like, let's go to Falm, and then he's Varen's being pushed like, by the pattern A. But cool. he is also like, he has a measure of free will here, and is still consistently choosing to follow his destiny, anyways. <laughs> Which maybe he doesn't realize it, but no, he wants somebody to blame. He wants a scapegoat yeah. so that he and doesn't have to feel to like he's making any choices. So if something goes wrong, it's not his fault. And I get that. That's what's happening. It's just very frustrating for two whole books of over six hundred pages to hear. Multiple the times. main character say multiple times. <laughs> yeah. And I think I texted, maybe I texted you about this, but Jordan had said multiple times, like part of his idea for the story was if you got told that your destiny was basically, you know, go crazy and destroy the world or go crazy and, and save the world, but also die in basically both cases, like how accepting would you be of that right away? And Clearly, he's not accepting of it, for sure. But it is also very annoying to read 
that he's like, it's not the not accepting, it's the blaming of the Aes Sedai that haven't necessarily done any harm to him, except yes. take him away from his village originally, I will say I guess. approximately half of me being annoyed at Rand is Robert Jordan doing a really good job. Of making you. <laughs> of No, of making a character that is annoying in this situation. Like, you would... You're right. Like, you would be whiny. You would be all of that. And then half of it, I do feel like, is Robert Jordan didn't know what else to say. (laughs) And so Rand complained again. And I just, I would have taken the 500 page, not 700 page book overhearing Rand complain 20 extra times. (laughs) Could have cut it out a little bit. I just, I, I appreciate it and also must say it is over the top. And I appreciate that you wouldn't be accepting of this. And I, I get that. And you know what? Even blaming the Aes Sedai, I get it. Like, you got to have a scapegoat. It's it's just so much. So much of his thought process is dedicated to them to the point that it, it almost feels like, I hate the Aes Sedai. He's <laughs> very much in the denial stage of... <laughs> yeah. Or wait, what is is blaming? Yeah. Denial, I'm anger, to blame. Think of the seven stages of grief. I think it's denial, anger, bargaining, depression... Like, is he experiencing all first three of those <laughs> at one go? Well, he's got a lot of feelings. He's got the denial and the anger down. So that is true. We'll go to bargaining next, which will be more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Look at me knowing things. There you go. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> Varen, one of the reasons she can't go aside from there already being five to ride forth is that she would be basically useless because she can't channel and specifically like says like without looking at Rand, but like look at Rand, one might feel a woman or a man for that matter channeling if care was not taken to keep the power channeled small. So we get a little... Uh, and Tara's like, what a crazy thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's your own. He's like, oh, a man no, channeling? That's nuts. We don't need to worry about that. <laughs> like, okay, well... We've never <laughs> seen that before. <laughs> and it never will happen. Yeah. Then we have... This is where like things start to... Happen. I mean, happen, get intense, I suppose, depending on if you felt like they were intense or not. Because, yeah, this is this is the Blade Master chapter. And I very much like this chapter. I just... A lot of things go on in this moment. So yeah, the three of them capture a Suldam and a Damani. The Damani punches the Suldam in the face, which I just love. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, as soon as, as, soon as the side. collar yeah. is off. This isn't, <laughs> and Elaine's like, wait, wait. <laughs> stop. She's like, yeah, go. <laughs> like she gets like, like cheering her on. She's like, it's no. hard to hate Elaine for a long time. Like she just has some great little moments. Elaine is, is great. Yeah. yeah. Until she brings They're a like, brand. Very late. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, well, the all annoying. of them get a little bit <laughs> The annoying. end scene. If yeah, Rand gosh. wasn't here, a lot of things wouldn't be a problem, but say lovey. <laughs> well, the, bu- the book series would not be 14 books long. <laughs> no, I would I would read about some of these characters for 14 books. <laughs> That's <is> true. <laughs> all right, so we capture Soldom and they take her to like a back alley shed thing that they've kind of scoped out and they end up putting an IDAM on her. And um, it's connected to Nynaeve and she can like feel the emotions and sensations of Sita, who's Well, I will say the original plan is to put it on Elaine and Nynaeve is like, wait, let's just make sure this isn't going to like do something bad to you. And then she realizes what it does. And she's like, like yeah, fully, I can't, and she's I can't like, I'm not Elaine. putting this on you. <laughs> Which is fair. I would, yeah, I would not want to 
put that on my friend. Which Elaine seems, because she's not quite understanding, I feel like, the full picture. She seems almost a little disappointed <laughs> that she has to, like, put back on her other dress and stuff like that. And I, I'm just like, I get it. You want to be a part of the plan and, you know, feel like you're really pulling your weight. You don't want this. <laughs> I don't know. She felt, <laughs> she felt relieved to me. But yeah, <laughs> I do like Nynaeve just being like, yeah, no, I, I can't. There's no way I could put this on. But I personally love the Nynaeve monologue here to Sita where she's basically like, you are worse than a dark friend to me. I do not care what I have to do to you. You're going to tell me what I need to know. And it definitely scares Sita into telling them what they need to know. Well, also, it kind of checks Sita into reality because Sita is very concerned about what will happen if someone notices her in this situation, which we find out she's concerned for a couple reasons. But obviously, the reputation reason is is tied into there, especially when we're first reading it. And Nynaeve is like, oh, like you're worried about the wrong thing, (laughs) (laughs) which I, I did enjoy this whole scene. I also enjoy this beautiful way Nynaeve has of insulting people where she goes back to tell them, and she's done this a couple times, versions of this, where she says something along the lines of, I will make you regret the day your parents met. (laughs) The first kiss your your mother ever gave your father. Yeah. (laughs) But she said something different in the past (laughs) to someone else. And I think it was like, it was one of the guys, like she was like, I will... I will make you regret like and it was something different but it had the same meaning and I was like I love that that's her thing that that <laughs> she's just like that's what I'm gonna do <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't put it past her I think she would do it <laughs> at this Maybe- point I'm kind of convinced there's nothing Nami won't do <laughs> I mean she says if you think there's anything I'd balk at doing to you think again to Sita and her think little again your little monologue and yeah there's a little side look at Doman waiting at the docks and I just like he threatens everyone on the ship that if anyone cuts the line to like leave the harbor before the women are aboard he will split their skull because he's just he's gonna wait he's gonna wait he made a deal with these women he's gonna wait for them Mm -hmm. yeah and he does kind of insist that there will be a moment where he will choose to leave Overweighting, but I, I appreciate how dedicated he is to it, this. He waits for as long as he possibly can until <laughs> yeah. the soldiers do come. What yeah, said. yeah. So then we switch to Rand and crew sneaking into Highlord Turok's house, and they're kind of just wandering the town, waiting for Huron to find Fane's trail. And Huron's like, he's literally been everywhere. Like, I, I don't know <laughs> this is hard. But they walk past the house, and Matt catches like a sense that the dagger's there. So they sneak into the house. Very easily. Just hop the fence. (laughs) They're in the yard. Yeah, go to the backyard. Antar kills someone. (laughs) Yeah. And like he he even mentions, it's mentioned a few times that like none of them even try and raise an alarm or anything. Like they just have so much faith that like they're better, I guess. So we sneak in. Matt kind of leads them up the stairs to the room where Turok has the horn and the dagger in his like chest of, you know, his collection. (laughs) He just likes to collect things. (laughs) This is his his case of crystals. <laughs> he's he's a big uh, crystal dude. And yeah, he grabs them. And is it Matt or is it Huron that yells like, yeah, we have them. Like He's so excited. And Perrin's like, shut up. <laughs> like, we are in a house full of enemies. Be quiet. I think it's Matt that yells it. I just thought I that mean, was like a that funny tracks. little. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it, it's Ingtar. 
Oh, it's oh, Inktar that yells yeah, it. Yeah, okay. because I, I put a red flag because I was like, well, this is bad. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. That the captain, like this captain is, <laughs> is breaking conduct here. I I do want to point out that before that, we have a familiar creature that we see. Oh, yes. We see a Grom. Two. Funny. A couple. Yeah. Also, Rand, deep in denial, but they're there. <laughs> it's, it's not a Grom. <laughs> <laughs> There's no mistaking it, but but they can't be. They can't. Well, they be. are, Rand. <laughs> they're right there. Flat out, yes. Another little deny. A little red flag for Inktar popped up for me here when Matt senses the dagger in the house, and Inktar's like, mm, "It's yeah. the horn we're after," and Matt is just yeah. like, entire fl- face, entire face is just a plea, like, <laughs> "I am dying." Yeah, I, I mentioned it a couple times too. Felt bad for Matt here. They mentioned it a couple times that Matt's like wasting away, and he seems fine, but like his body is wasting away. Yeah, they like mm-hmm. keep offering him food because he looks unwell <laughs> and sickly. Like Matt does not yeah, have time. I actually, and Matt is almost begging at this point for them to also go after the dagger and then Rand and Perrin are kind of like well we don't really have to choose they're probably still together like right like are you kind of being sus about this yeah not sus enough to like actually think he might be doing anything and again like I this is the second time reading it I did not realize how clearly suspicious no he was acting weird like there's so many moments in here where I'm like wow no it's obvious Ingtar is Sus. Also, it, this kind of like nail in the coffin for him was when he said, "It is by the light. It is I am saved." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, it's nice knowing you, bud." <laughs> yeah, it not really, but <laughs> it seemed a little to me. I don't know if it was just the dark friend sort of thing, but it the way he talked about the horn was like a real vanilla version of the way Matt was feeling about the dagger. Like not the same. <laughs> Steaks, but like kind of like, but kind of the same <laughs> vanilla version. I don't know why vanilla version is just like setting me off here. <laughs> Sorry, I just... but I agree. I agree. And I, there was moments where there was like kind of that doubt where you're like, is this just the horn at work? Because like you know of the like it's like pulling the, someone the desire to, to blow, blow it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then a it got is. a little bit too much. Yeah. yeah. It, it slightly is, but then it's mostly his story that he comes up with later. But even like at the start of the book, I think it's the Amarlin is like, I can't have the horn in front of me, like the desire to yeah, like it's, grab it and like. So you can uh, write off Angelmar. a bit of Angelmar. Yeah. Oh, yes. Angelmar. Yeah. yeah. He like was like, he's like, I will blow it. it. I yeah. will have good intentions, but I will blow it. And I think the Amarlin like doesn't want to see it, though, either. Like she mentions like keeping the thing closed because she's like, I can't be yeah. in the same room as this like it's yeah there's there's lots of that so th- yeah. you can write off a little bit of him with the horn but then he just he's getting a little he goes too hard on about like it. needing the horn yeah. <laughs> i must have i must iffy. have and Huron saying you know you're not supposed to say i must have yeah so that's not Huron's how this like, works um, dude chill Calm, calm down, buddy. <laughs> so yeah, they find the horn and the dagger, and then Rand is like just staring at the window because they've got time to do that. <laughs> and he thinks he sees Egwene in the Demani kennels, which he probably does. I mean, obviously he does. Also, That's where si- she is. Side note: and- I hate that you're calling it the kennels. Like it fits, but I just it gives me like. Ugh. Did they not call it that in the book? 
If they called it that, I burned I, it from my mind. Yeah, I never... I believe that they probably did. I burned it. Maybe he didn't know it was called the kennels, but I do believe they say they're called the kennels at some point in... Maybe. It wasn't something that I latched onto. I mean, like, it tracks. Where I would have heard that from. And Maybe you came up with it. I don't know. I mean, I know they say it in the show, so I'm assuming it comes from the books. <laughs> But yes, yeah, Rand thinks he sees, sees Egwene over there and panics. He's like, I gotta save her because we always gotta save Egwene. Even though Egwene has literally saved herself every single time. Or but, the girls have I mean, saved Egwene. In this, <laughs> case, this case, I had yeah a little bit of forgiveness because she was actually in imminent danger, not just yes riding yes. a horse and he was like you gotta go home girl like <laughs> you gotta go home you're in like, trouble uh, <laughs> bella's not gonna last this long we gotta we gotta send you back i agree that she is very clearly in danger here but it is funny that he ends up not needing to save her in this situation I, I she has got yeah, it she's she's got it down yeah. yeah well he doesn't know that but she does end up having, well i mean she doesn't have it but nanive nanive comes in clutch here <laughs> he was like a rock star <laughs> With her little, her, her crew, her army, she calls it. I love we that, have, actually. Uh, we have the fight between him and Turak. Yes, that's what's up next. And I have to say, this is where it really comes into play, like how Jordan describes sword fighting. I personally love it. I don't know what you two think about the way that like the moves are described as specific like things. Like the I phrases? I am more of like, yeah, an imagination, airy, dreamy person anyways. So it's more exciting of a sword fight to me when these things get said. I don't know what they look like, but I like it <laughs> more than just like, and then he stabbed him or then he like, you know, cut up or blocked or those kind of things. Like, I just like the concept of these like. You like the river like, undercuts leave. the bank. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> the boar rushes down the mountain. Like, I don't know what these look like, but I, I dig it. <laughs> so that's how sword fighting often gets how do you uh, feel about it described i kind of find it funny like it's i know we're in a serious fight but it kind of some of the names make me chuckle a little bit like yeah (laughs) some of them are very abstract but this is where i do see like a slight connection between sanderson and jordan because sanderson has like where he says like flame stance and wind stance that kind of thing i don't know if this is where it comes from maybe like a slight idea but i I do see the connection i like the sanderson a little bit better is I feel like it's a nicer bridge where it's not just, you know, this move meets this move meets this move. It's, you know, like he, he lunged with this stance and had to return to this stance kind of thing. I, I'm i going to say I'm not in love with it. It's awkward at first. I'm warming up to it. All right. <laughs> You're like, the way you're saying this to me is like, you're like, she's going to placate Alex a little bit. <laughs> Let me, it's okay I'm if you really don't not. like it. I don't mind. <laughs> I'm not upset. <laughs> I just think it's, it's, no, no, no. it's fun I, for me because I like, I don't know. I just like it better I, than regular. I think fighting. what I didn't like was this particular one All right. where it was just the swallow takes flight, met parting the silk, moon on the water, met the wood grouse dances. Do you feel like it's almost a cop-out from explaining yeah okay i feel like i I, i'm such i'm i feel like i'm harping on jordan hard in this book (laughs) and i i'm aware of it i just like to say everyone who's listening i'm still having a good time (laughs) still join it get the proof (laughs) it feels i don't want to say lazy but i kind of want to say in that realm of also like a little it reads a little pretentious right 
Okay. In this section, I liked it a lot better and I like it a lot better in the next section where I feel like there was more of an explanation between the moves. Maybe it's because maybe that was on like the per- maybe that was on purpose because Turok is a blade master and like I don't know would be and I'm not saying Balsamon isn't good at fighting with the sword. I can't remember exactly what happens in that fight, but maybe like that's the goal here is to make it sound more pretentious because he's a blade master yeah, and like and I, coming I think from this, real, in this like fight. culture that yeah. I do think it worked in this fight. I think by the time we get to like the 10th book, because I'm assuming this is going to stick around, (laughs) I feel like I'm going to be a lot more into it. I see. Sorry, Taylor. I'll let you talk first. Yeah, we've both been just talking over Taylor. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Well, what I have to say is very important. It's that I feel like this could be a battle of the bands and I would completely believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Like... (laughs) <laughs> ribbon in the air I'm never looking like falling from again. the cliff like the- it's like in pitch perfect when they're doing like the riff off literally <laughs> <laughs> anyway that was my incredible <laughs> so sorry incredible. I I wanted to say I see where you're coming from with and not to call it lazy but like he is opting out of explaining the actual sword fight however yes. I do think coming up with all the names for these <laughs> much harder not much harder but like still work <laughs> still work i'm not saying not work lazy can be work i mean <laughs> can be work to be lazy sometimes in... i'm not really calling it full lazy i'm just saying it just yeah what about did take Sorry. take go ahead sometimes in battle scene or sword fight if it's just now I'm stabbing here and he's lunging here and I'm swinging, I get bored and I kind of glaze over until whoever wins, if that makes you sense. Didn't glaze over the Battle of the Bands, though. Oh, so. I was, <laughs> I was tuned in, <laughs> invested. <laughs> I will in. say I like that it's not the same as other books I've read. I will it say I did enjoy that. Points for and creativity. I, I, I again, I I'm gonna stand by exactly what I said. It's awkward at first. I'm not placating you. I'm literally, this is like, this is how I feel. It's awkward at first. It's a little almost, I don't want to say gatekeepy, but almost has the same effect as gatekeepy because I'm not involved as much of understanding in the way that I think Jordan understands. Right. So you feel a little left out. But I do think by the time we get to like later in the series, this is going to be something I enjoy because I'm used to it. It's, And so I think it's just something like the rest of the world that will I just have to get used to being around and then I will really enjoy because I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I will say, actually like your description that this is a sword master. So it is a little bit more technical, like potentially. Almost. I, I can I can get on board with that. And I did like it a lot better when he was fighting Balsamon. Mm-hmm. So I will say, I don't think this is going to be something that is going to feel awkward for too many more books. It's almost like poetic which is a weird thing to show up in a sword fight i think as not well. really because sword fighting is like fighting considered is like a dance almost, yeah. yeah it's like it's got connections to like an art form mm-hmm. in the ways that it can be showcased so did you alex is so excited to talk about the sword fighting a lot <laughs> i just i yeah no this is one of my did I I like this. did you were you surprised or like i don't think you're probably that worried but when it se- showed that turok was also a blade master and Rand was like oh uh-oh. no i actually <laughs> i really like i liked this section i did i i it felt a little like the one section where it was just this move meets this move felt a little awkward to me 
but I liked that Rand had to focus. I liked that he had to call the void and learn how not to type into the Sadine. Sadin? Sidine. Sidine. Oh, say it once eventually. I don't know if you've noticed I've been trying not to say it. <laughs> so <laughs> avoiding I'm that word. Just going to say it wrong. <laughs> the Sidine. I liked that he had that struggle. So it's actually a great moment for Rand. And he doesn't get that many, so good for him. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you read in my notes, it doesn't explicitly say it here, but technically one of the ways to become a blade master is by defeating a blade master. You need witnesses, so it's like kind of a debate in the fandom. Oh, so he's like a blade not, master. Whether or not it makes him a blade master, because oh, like, it was sort of No, by... no, it does. How does it not? I don't know. I feel People like... just debate because nobody saw it. And like it felt too much like one fight and now I'm a blade master. Like he hasn't really had oh. to actually use his you sword. He's earned it. Right? <laughs> like I, I mean, understand. He's gotten that... everything else handed to him. I'm okay to hand him this one. You know what, Taylor, you're right. You're right. I'm gonna say this. You're right. I'm over it. You know what? Like he's gonna get whatever. He's gonna get Min. He's gonna get Elaine. He's gonna get Egwene. He's gonna get Celine. He's gonna get everything he wants. I'm just making my peace with it. Just give it to him now. It's fine. So oh yeah, it's a little bit of a debate in the fandom on whether or not this makes him a blade master because a there's no technically no witnesses or no live witnesses and. For oh, there's the exact... no. Wit- You're right. There aren't any witnesses. I yeah, was thinking there the were. No, it doesn't count. Die. No, take it away from. No, <laughs> but that and like what you said taylor it kind of feels like you know one battle and you get to become a blade master and I'm like that's not no, fair I, I feel like but if that's the rule it is if that's if i don't know if it ever explains that that's specifically a rule but one of the things is technically you know if you defeat a blade master you are a blade master so he has done that i just feel like i could be a blade master then Went for rand and you just get one lucky <laughs> shot in get, like you can get you can get <laughs> D's all through four years of university and still get a degree. Yeah, so 70% is sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the effort does not equal what you get out, but you still get the thing. So I don't think it's making if, me... if the rule is, is that you just need to defeat another Blade Master, cool, I'm on board. There needs to be witnesses. Didn't happen. Sorry, Rand. All right. It's not making sorry. me think of a time I played chess against a friend who plays chess a lot, and I don't. I just know what shapes the little guys could move is basically all I know of chess. And I won because I was so unpredictable. He couldn't figure out what I was going to do because I don't know. (laughs) And I won. I feel like it's that easy to be a blade master if I just go in with no knowledge. I can't be No, because I think the difference is, is, you know, when you made a tiny mistake because you didn't know what you were doing, you didn't get your arm cut off. I feel like that's (laughs) that's maybe... He makes it Unless work. you guys are playing a version of chess that I need to learn. Very <laughs> Taylor, can you use the void? Maybe. <laughs> it was wizard chess. All right. I feel. Wait. We do got a moment here. Me. of not I Hermione. like this moment. You. you. <laughs> just before this, where Matt just like kills dude, kills a dude, and is like, "Okay, yeah, I'm gonna use this dagger," and <laughs> he's like totally cool. With this. Matt, yeah, he just gets a Matt, little scratch. Listen, I felt so bad for Matt in the alley when Ingtar was like, I'm not going after the dagger. I don't care about you, boy. And he was just like, please, please help me. That when he, you know, I was like, you know what, Matt? Defending yourself in this life. I'll get on board with it. At least you're not complaining endlessly. It's true. About the Aes Sedai. (laughs) We also have a... Ingtar being like, absolutely not. We're not sticking around to save Egwene. Yeah, how could we? How could we? And Rand being like, 
I literally don't care what happens. I will sacrifice myself for the Dark One, but Egwene <laughs> is coming out of here okay. I'm like, I love the intention here, Rand, but There's also... Nothing, not consistent in his want to save Egwene. Yeah, it's like, it's like you know, if you, if you give up against the Dark One, she's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just a different later death. <laughs> it's just delaying. But he does make Ingtar a little bit realize here, like, oh, maybe I should just sacrifice myself i do not have the right idea which we kind of find out later so they cause a distraction that allows Nynaeve and crew to more easily sneak into the demani kennels with collared sita but whether or not you think that they would have been just as easily able to sneak in there without the distraction who knows yeah i'm not gonna debate it i mean for how easy it was for them to walk out yeah i feel like maybe the distraction helped more with the walking out because it was already going on. I don't, both yeah. ways, it was easy. They walked in and they walked out. True. But I, do I mean, love the they queen. did have a disguise. Like, they did. They had to look. dye those dresses. <laughs> and and Nynaeve's okay. wearing the we dress didn't... that's tight on the bosom and loose everywhere Yeah, can else? we just discuss this for a second? Because, because a we man missed it. decided how, how a dress How annoying fits. was it that they had to describe how the dress fit them, where oh, it was no, tight no, no. and where it was loose? That was you... so irritating. Are missing the part in which Matt. Oh, when they're talking about the Dacovale or the servant. Oh, Dacovale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have. So we have a slender young woman with dark hair came out of the door ahead of them, carrying a tray with one cup. They all froze. She turned the other way without looking in their directions. Rand. Rand's eyes widened. Her long white robe was all but transparent. She vanished around the, another corner. Did you see that? Matt said hoarsely. You could see right through. Ingtar clapped a hand over Matt's mouth and whispered, keep your mind on why we are here. <laughs> Let me tell you how much rage. Unnecessary to have the see-through dresses. My guy. Why? <laughs> I Like... There's it, just other ways to make us feel uncomfortable than naked women walking around the house. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't for us to feel uncomfortable. That's true. It was That's just, true. For men to be like, too nice. Nice. <laughs> cool. Also, to be like, look how dedicated they are to their mission. They're going to ignore the naked lady. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said naked lady. <laughs> how they say it in yeah. my head so <laughs> as i was re-listening to the blade master chapter today i just every like they describe the dresses like multiple times it explains whose dress fits tighter where and like why i'm like okay we didn't need to know that like Nynaeve has big boobs and small hips like, i didn't care <laughs> you didn't need to know somebody yeah maybe it wasn't written for me though <laughs> and now we know so. i just yeah. it's and also it says bosom multiple times <laughs> listen i just say ill-fitting dress it's fine. Any there was no need. Here. It's it's <laughs> it's all of the stuff that I'm not loving about this book. Again, I don't think Jordan was trying to be malicious in the way that he's no. doing this. I think he was thinking, how do I add, you know, a moment of comic relief almost? And we'll we'll have the naked girl walk out and Matt be like, oh my god. Yeah. But he really wasn't thinking that. Which short-sighted in his respect he wasn't like oh my gosh women might be reading this he's like my <laughs> male viewers will love this wait women can read was that happening Call at the, the time i i mean he did have a female <laughs> editor so she could say it it is it's it's when you said in the intro that there's some potential you know maybe fantasy moments from yeah it's jordan i just i yeah i just I, it's 
uncomfy. It's I don't like it. Because it's, it's not like he's the only author, like male author that's ever done this, right? So it happens in other books, which is annoying. And I'm yeah. not saying that that's okay. I'm just saying like it's worth pointing out because this is something that we as female readers read all the time. Yeah. It's just like a... This was very prevalent <laughs> in the Witcher series. Yeah. And there's a little too many the connections aren't as strong but like the things where i'm like well that was like in the witcher when you know we get an over explanation of somebody's breasts like it's just what did this did this add no i mean it's worth pointing out and like this is something that i texted to you when we were talking about this i can't remember if i sent this to you too taylor but the first time i read this was with mostly men, which is fine. I was enjoying the series then too, but I didn't necessarily pick up on the things or like not everybody who isn't looking for this would pick it up. Mm -hmm. And it's something we read in a lot of books and it's just like small annoyances that come up consistently throughout the genre. So it's worth pointing them out and reading it with you two. It's interesting to see the stuff you guys are catching and the stuff I'm catching again as on a read through because I wasn't necessarily paying attention in that aspect before. Yeah. So anyways. I think that's fair. I mean, I always know like you always are going to kind of notice. This yeah. Stuff. It's just and it's good to notice. It, it can still be a great book. It's, it's just it's, it's worth pointing out. It's worth pointing out. So anyway, we're we're with Nynaeve. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we're, we're in the kennels. <laughs> I'm just going to continue to call them the kennels. Um, it's a fitting um, word. It, it is. Yeah. Hey, so Egwene gives them a bit of like insight on what it's like to be a Demone. And then Rena comes in and is like, why is there all these people in here? <laughs> and at this point, they have they taken, have taken the it off of, off of Egwene and, and taken her out of her dress. Goes hard and attacks Rena like she is yeah. absolutely not having it and Nynaeve pulls her off I sort of I get Nynaeve's like hey this isn't who we are you know like we don't have to stoop to their level I want Egwene to beat her up <laughs> go I, ahead <laughs> I think Egwene's response is like totally justified if I had been captured and tortured and held captive and was like on the brink of escape and my attacker came in absolutely like attack <laughs> this person you know it she's been through a lot even if like yep. it was short-lived for us in the book she experienced a lot of pain and stuff and yeah i no, un- for sure i understand the whole high road like don't sink to their level but i think it was a and again reasonable reaction i do feel like maybe i, I this is not true but i do feel like you know taking the high road is often more for the female characters. Yeah, so that's my point. <laughs> so there, there is this interesting moment, and I, I just want to kind of give full context to what else is said here. So, you know, Egwene is saying, you know, I hate them for hurting me. I hate them for this reason. And she said, it's all right. Nanive says, it's all right to hate them. It is. They deserve it. But it isn't all right to let them make you like they are, which is a great line. I actually really like that line in the sense that that's not what you want when you undergone trauma you don't want to become like the people who have given you the trauma even though it's it is a pattern that people can fall into and then you know Egwene says I wish I could kill them Min says they deserve it Elaine says Min's all for it (laughs) well Elaine says Rand would kill someone who did a thing like that why I'm sure he would I'm just gonna let that sit and Nynaeve says 
Perhaps they do and perhaps he would, but men often mistake revenge and killing for justice. And so this is where I went, oh, this is so interesting because I feel like Jordan was so close to getting it. Yeah, men would kill them. And yes, you would. If this was Rand in the situation, he probably would have had Rand kill this person for doing that to Egwene mm. or doing that to him. And yet... And he realizes that there's this difference of response and this difference of res acceptable response. And then he has Nynaeve explain that they have to be better, essentially, than the men. They have to hold themselves to a higher standard than the men. They have to be, oh, more ethereal, more angelic, more, like, smarter. They have to be, they have to have more qualities than the men. They are better than the men. And I know that doesn't sound sexist, but you are holding women in a way that doesn't allow them to go through or process their emotions in the same way as men because they must immediately learn yeah. to do something useful with it. And I think it's interesting. I do, however, I'm so torn on this scene because I do, however, think the thing that Nynaeve does to them is worse. Yeah. I think Nynaeve leaving them there colored takes a side road, not the high road by Yeah, I I agree. Doing like I like that. Egwene, side road, not the road. Yeah, that's was, a great line, Tay, by the way. Egwene <laughs> was torturing Rena herself, but Nynaeve is just gonna leave all the tools yeah. there for someone else to do exactly the to same do thing. It, which they will almost yeah. certainly do. I don't think we mentioned that the soul dam can channel. So the collar works on them the same way it works on the demone. They just like I think Egwene tells us about it that the girls who are like Egwene and Nynaeve and Elaine who are born with it, born able, ready to channel, they are taken as Demone because the power is already there, but the Suldam are ones who can be taught to yeah. to use it in a way they're less dangerous, I would say, just because they don't on their own. Yeah, because they don't and actually they have a way to practice the ability. You so sort of get like the affinity once you're connected to a Demone and like you're almost learning how to channel that way. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to say anything in case it didn't come up here, but that's an important point that whether it's a known fact or not, if all of the Soldom realize it or they didn't realize until they were collared, um, I think is like unclear here. But yeah, finding two Soldom collared in this room is going to be very bad for them because yeah. now they become Demone, basically, mm -hmm. unless they can somehow talk their way out of that. So yeah, you're right. Like what Nynaeve does... So it, I, I'm so torn on this scene because it 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 has the semblance of like women that that trope where women have to rise above and then Nynaeve doesn't rise above but she doesn't go below yeah and I do kind of like I don't like what she does but I'm also with her yeah in the sense that this is kind of a it's a weird brand of justice but you can call it that and so I'm not exactly against it and so my whole take on this scene is I think. Like, I, I kind of think it works, even though it has a trope that I don't particularly like. But because the result is different than what I was expecting, I I I kind of like accept it. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what I'm trying to say here? Like, I it was cruel. Like, yeah. it was cruel what she did. Yeah, it was almost it was, in my opinion, crueler than killing them. And they probably agree. Yeah, they probably realize that. Yeah. I will say also, I, I thought it was obvious that they could channel. Like, I already was thinking of them as channeling because right. they were using, like, there was no way it worked it's logically. Almost, 
it feels almost like uh i think what you're saying it feels like is like something that they don't talk about like they all yeah. sort of know it but it's like an unspoken but, yeah but then i think the biggest reveal was that it was unspoken for me like i was like of course they have to be able to channel like otherwise how could they control the magic right like, i mean that's you know what, what I mean? they're saying the like leash and collar the the item like basically it's an angry all or a tear angry all that yeah. is doing something is what yeah saying. and it is doing something yeah but it but maybe not like everything they say i i assumed the soldam could channel in some fashion mm -hmm. but when it was revealed that they all know it and nobody kind of says it because to say it would condemn them i was like well that's messed up yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i said they're evil yes <laughs> all right so we managed to escape and the girls are kind of trapped between like two sides of an army i don't know if it, this whole section was confusing to you i think maybe just because they're in a city for me and yeah i needed a city map i was confused like it was sean chen marching both ways correct like they were all marching on you know what i just i just said <laughs> oh they're surrounded it's meant <laughs> to be confusing but i, I, I just did. i read I, this and i was like i'm I was, I'm there was too much movement. You know, for a guy who's not explaining the sword battles, there was too much movement happening <laughs> because without then, proper explanation. Like, Rand and I was Ingtar, like, hey, this, so they're trapped. Rand, Ingtar, Huron, that crew. They were kind of in the same situation. I'm like, aren't they like together? Like, why are they? I don't know. I'm just yeah, like, no, picturing I, the city I just so kind of smallly in my head. That there was a lot of people. Everybody got surrounded. Yeah. Bad news bear. Yeah. But Egwene is like, I will not Egwene be colored again. Like, I, I don't care. I am not having it. And she's immediately ready to fight and starts shooting fireballs, whatever she can. She she is she causing just chaos. Starts and then she crying like, out in the street. Yeah, rips up uh, the streets. Says, yeah, she she's showing off her powers that she's cobblestone learned. Cobblestone and armored men thrown aside like spray from a fountain. Egwene has gotten very powerful over this. Dirt rained down on the women. Like she she just. She says the street is now a waterfall. Thank you. <laughs> and I was frustrated in the moment. Absolutely. I was with Nynaeve. I was like, you fool. What are you doing? <laughs> what away. are you doing? <laughs> and then I was like, this is this is a very earnest reaction at the same no, time. No, it is like, a, like PTSD. Yeah. This, is, this is a traumatized is very... girl. It made a thousand percent sense. And also it was plot driven. So, you know, actually chef's kiss for Jordan for this one. <laughs> All right. I feel yeah. like I got to give some credit here. I've harped on him lots. <laughs> this was a moment where I was like, this really served you a couple ways, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So then I have here the white cloaks begin the assault. I don't remember if this happens before or after Rand and crew are also trapped. It's just but like this a is little where paragraph. We have, yeah. And this is where we have Inktar taking one for the team sort of because he turns out to be a dark friend <laughs> and he explains himself like why and i don't know if you two caught this originally because if we remember in the prologue a man called Bors points out a shinarin and then we have lan and rand sword fighting or doing something when they're in faldara and they mention ingtar coming back from a hunting trip and mm, i caught it on I the second read through catch that at all but i don't know if either of you two Picked I did that up, or if it was very subtle. I think you I made. I'm going to be honest. I was. I think I was upset that I had to read about Rand. I think that was my main <laughs> focus. <laughs> I think I made a note here that like I didn't suspect Ingtar as a dark friend. Originally, he gave us some sus vibes, but I should have. I should have clued in. Yeah, there was a Shinaran at the dark friend con, and <laughs> there was con. a moment in how do I say. It? Care 
Karhine? Karian? Karian. Karian. Without hearing you say Obviously it con- <laughs> consistently. I forget. Okay, there was a moment in Karian at like the guard tower where I think Rand was near the guard tower and he kind of sees a Shinaran blue cloak, but it's almost like it avoids him and like goes away. And I was like, who was that? So I'm wondering if that was Zangtar. I'm assuming. It could have been. I think I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, it's... Back then. But yeah, there was like little notes at the start that I re- knew now because I knew he was a dark I, friend, I will but... say I was highly suspicious of him. Once he starts going into this section, I don't the... think I would have like outright labeled him dark friend. I just thought maybe there was something brewing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely there. But he sacrifices himself to escape in hopes that that'll repent his sins i guess and he says basically he was hoping that he could get the horn once he went through the portal stone with rand he was hoping he could get the horn to like basically battle the dark one with them yeah it's kind of like his story there whether or not that would have worked is to be seen <laughs> so yeah they get out of falma oh no 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 Falm. no no, 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 no. Oh, back sorry. it up <laughs> back it up frustrated with rand sorry all right (laughs) (laughs) give it to me rand has no problem forgiving this man (laughs) he is so forgiving he is like demonstrating his forgiveness so this man doesn't die with the guilt in his heart he is so absolutely a part of this apology and the entire time i was like but moraine (laughs) evilest evil person ever evilest no she can't be any good everyone else can be forgiven i i mean she's Aes Sedai so like obviously what was i expecting (laughs) and then also we have a moment and i actually i really enjoy when ran feels the threads of the pattern which is what i'm assuming is happening and that's kind of how he describes it so i'm gonna just jump to that conclusion although gosh knows i might be wrong (laughs) Because obvious things are not my strong suit in this book, apparently. (laughs) There was an odd feeling in his head as if pieces of his life were in danger. Egwene was one piece, one thread of the cord that made his life, but there were others and he could feel them threatened. And Take that as the pattern here. Yeah. I just, I really like when he can feel it. I just feel like if there's any cool thing about being Tavarin, that's got to be it. Is yeah. to like actually feel it pulling you, which is why I'm going to be from this moment on less willing to just accept that people were acting a crappy way because of the pattern, because Rand has felt it. So no, no, we are going <laughs> right. to be less forgiving of that. Because there is a measure of free will still. Yes, but in this he can. World, I like that he's starting to be able to sense it. It feels a little bit more like him accepting mm-hmm. slowly painfully slowly but slowly it's coming (laughs) i feel like i need to mention that i know we know marissa was very frustrated with rand in this forgiving inktar moment and yes he did forgive him very quickly but i did in the moment kind of like rand for i think more his willingness to like not fight him on the sacrifice like inktar's like i'm gonna sacrifice myself and rand's like wait a minute and then he's like, nah, this is what I'm going to do. And he's like, okay, like, here's your little funeral right here and yeah. we're going to go. I I won't say I don't like, I don't dislike the quality from Rand. I don't, I, li- I dislike the inconsistency 
of it showing up in his character. Well, if it's an Aes Sedai, can't can't trust him, can't forgive him, can't be in a room with them. Miss also them, though. potentially just woman. It might just be women. He's very strong feeling about women in general. I, I don't think I don't think any woman is going to be as easily forgiven. Maybe Celine. <laughs> well, she's pretty. Well, she's, <laughs> she's so really pretty. pretty so. <laughs> <laughs> and he almost saw her naked, so. <laughs> almost. All right, so we are outside of Falm, and they are again trapped between two armies. <laughs> and uh, Matt points out, you know, no one said you couldn't blow the horn before the last battle. I, nobody <laughs> said that you could. <laughs> and he- nobody said you could, though. Okay, I, I understand, Tay. I get it. But if there is one thing a Matt is good for in your life, it is calling Matt, out the loopholes. Matt is the definition uh, of ask for forgiveness, not permission. No, it's oh the loopholes. If I know anything about a Matt, they will find the loophole in anything. They will find you, give them an inch, and they will show you how you gave them a mile. Like they will prove it to you in the writing. They like <laughs> Matt's. This was the most Matt-like moment ever, and I just have to say, I explained this to my friend Matt, who I do my other podcast with. I just explained it to him as we were recording our podcast before this, and I said, "What would you do in this situation?" He's like, "I'm blowing that horn." I'm like, "Good for you, bud." <laughs> so I, I just, I, I, I love. What I what I am appreciating about Matt is the consistency of his character and how it is now coming out to be a good thing rather than a bad thing. I mean, I was... Matt would blow a magical horn of his own volition. Just ah, <laughs> this might work. I don't know. I mean, he was like, it's luckily risky. it did. <laughs> it could have been. It was luckily, it worked. He, he took a chance. I did chance. not enjoy Rand immediately getting all the credit. Yeah, <laughs> that really bothered me. I because at. I remember the first time I read this, I was on board with Matt from here on out. I was like, yep, I'm in. But I didn't remember that Matt blows the horn and immediately the army shows up and it's all the heroes of old. And they turn to Rand and they're like, oh, yes, here we are for you. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) He did not blow the horn. (laughs) That is just, sorry. Again, sorry, I complimented Jordan, so I get to, I get to, I get to pull one compliment, one not, one, one one not, (laughs) missed opportunity. Matt in the situation of guiding this whole army—that's that's amazing. Yeah, and I get that it's because he's Luz there and like they're calling him Luz and like I, I get it. I understand, but I I was mad. I didn't realize. Way funnier if they're like, "Hey, you're Luz there and." Cool, we're bound to this guy. <laughs> like, they didn't even turn to the one who called, like, summoned them from the dead. They didn't even speak to him. Like, I, hey, they do say, so hey, how about you play us some music? And he just right. They're like, runs into battle, keep blowing the horn. playing the horn, just keeps <laughs> on the bard in the away. situation. I'm like, oh <laughs> my away. god. Yeah. Not yeah. Away. So Matt blows the horn, summons all the heroes, Perrin raises the dragon banner. Yeah, for some reason, all the heroes default to Rand, even though Matt sounded the horn. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, the reason <laughs> and is And then they the charge dragon, into the fighting. I also, just yeah, real yeah. quickly... Ren has no complaints about this, even though they are clearly only going to him because he's the Dragon Reborn. Yeah. Somebody even really though- likes the benefits of the job yeah, and not the description. Not, not the actual work. So they all run into battle. And like this also brings up like a bunch of fog because it's magical. And so Rand can kind feel everybody he's fighting beside. 
but he can't really see them. And then Balsamon shows up or he runs into a vision. I don't really... I think it's intentionally unclear. Yeah. Before this happens, I just want to point out that Rand tells Huron to like, oh, stay here. Like, you'll be safe. I I guess Huron is the closest thing to a woman in this situation. (gasps) (laughs) That... You know, if there was a woman there, he, there was no one else for him to say it to. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> gasping because you said it. I'm gasping because you're so right. I'm surprised he didn't turn to like uh, one of the heroes who is a, like Brigitte, Brigitte. and he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, <can> <laughs> you, you want to stay back? <laughs> but then Kieran is like begging your pardon, Lord Rand, but I think not. I've come this far, and I think I like I'll go the rest man, of the way. This man, the entire time, he will not contradict Rand, Lord Rand, my lord. <laughs> All this stuff. And then he's like, hey, stay here in safety. And he's like, absolutely, I think not. <laughs> and then I'm gonna fight. <laughs> Hawkwing like acknowledges here and is like, you might find yourself amongst us, like in the ranks of the heroes one day. Like the pattern adds people to us sometime. And Huron is just like, ah, so happy. He like big smile. He's like glowing. And I just in the good fight. <laughs> I just had to mention him. Continue. Yeah. So we're fighting Balsamon. This fight is also somehow projected into the sky because... Magic. Because magic and because that's part of the prophecy. But also magic. Yeah. And then Lan's lesson from she- about sheathing the Shocking. sword... Shocking. Shocking. Comes back into play here. And Rand... Imagine that take. ...takes a sword in his side <laughs> to bait Balsamon into leaving himself open. And then he stabs him with his Huron Mark blade. Also, I just... I want to say he practiced this move like this... Within the last like nine chapters here, and Ingtar's like, that's useless. Why are you doing that? I was like, I can't wait for him. I can't. I can't wait for him. <laughs> when... It's gonna happen too quickly. It's too heavily foreshadowed. But I'm yeah. If you guys go back in our notes to the very first section of this book, and Lan is teaching Rand or telling him to do. Heron waiting the rushes for balance only, Rand. This move leaves you way, way too wide open. Like, you'll get a hit. You're going to get hit. My note there is can't wait to see Rand use this in a fight. That yeah, was no, it. for sure. Yeah, I'm no, picturing it was... this is like, have you two ever watched The Karate Kid? No. I, I okay. haven't. Well, for anybody, for anybody who has, wow, there's so this one move no where basically you reference. stand on one foot <laughs> and then... The move is you jump to the other foot and kick. <laughs> and that's what I'm picturing here, but with a sword. <laughs> and neither of you will get the imagery, but maybe someone no, will. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I was picturing. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so he uses this here. And he does. He wakes up to find his other palm branded. And does he lose the sword? The sword is the broken. It's broken. broken. It's like melted. Or like melted. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. he stabs sure that it. actually <laughs> happened here. He stabs it into Balzi's heart. Yep. Which obviously killed him. Yeah, he's dead. Just like he Guys. was the last time. So obviously. Fighting, fighting Balsamon is giving in video games when you're fighting the big boss and like get his health down a bit. And then he like jumps away for a second and like either transforms a bit or like gets a new yeah. technique and comes back again. Now you got to fight him more. That that's that's what's happening here. He's got a lot of health potions, Taylor. Like, <laughs> we'll we'll see you again. Except yeah. oh, he's dead. He's dead though. Don't worry about it. Rand yeah. killed him. Dead. So the heroes fight the Shan Chen and drive them away. And then we have just like the absolute worst scene in this book. <laughs> I hate so, this scene. <laughs> I was showing someone my notes earlier because I was like, look at how 
few notes I've made on all the other books that I actually added <laughs> for this one in the shared document. I have notes. It's just I don't usually add them. And they were like, hey, what is this large section you have here? I said, oh, that's a rant. <laughs> that is a rant. Uh, first off, before we even get into it, yeah, just uh, surprise, explain- surprise, Selena Slanfear. <laughs> Gobsmack. What a shock. <laughs> we are absolutely shocked. Yeah. Neither Tay or I saw that coming at all. No. But I, gosh, I hate this for men. So Min is like wandering through the city being pulled somewhere and she finds Rand like in a garden passed out with a big wound in his side and she just like drags him into a bed and then gets in with him and cuddles him. Okay. To, first of all. To, okay. So yeah. B- basic Go first aid. You find someone mortally wounded. Don't do not them. drag them. Upstairs, She's like trying to bump them as least as possible, as little as possible. Like, absolutely no. This man's Ma'am. back could be broken, but and sir, she also <laughs> no, he would no. never allow his back to be broken. Stop that. Yeah, she also clearly doesn't know that you transfer body heat better naked because that would have been. <laughs> oh, she would have stripped that. Would I'm have actually been surprised that didn't come I'm into play. I'm actually really surprised I, as she's not that, that, that was one thing I was thinking, Taylor, We when have I a read line it. where she clutches his head to her breast, but she's not naked, and it's such a disappointment. Honestly, it's a waste. <laughs> come on. Go <laughs> for it. What was the point of it? <laughs> but I hate, so I hate this for a few reasons, and Marissa, I'm sure this comes up in your rant. I didn't read it yet, because I want to be surprised. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hate this because it's just so out of character for Min to just like jump in, like first I don't line know, of cuddle rant. this dude. First line of my rant: <laughs> Min is someone else in this scene. Yes, and then it is so rude of her when Egwene comes in. We Celine comes in and talks to her and scares her. I guess second paragraph of my rant <laughs> <laughs> about that. Yeah, and then. Egwene comes in and Min is like, you tossed him aside. <laughs> I think Which is, by the way, when she first. clutches his head. Does Egwene come in first? I think Egwene comes in first and then Celine. Yeah. Oh, and then Celine does. Okay. But anyway, I hate the, If I'm sorry, if somebody said that to me, I would, if I was Egwene, I would be slapping her. Like, okay. <laughs> and I don't, I don't like go out of my way to no. slap someone. No, but like, are you yeah, kidding no. me? <laughs> Get Get out of here. Like, get bent. (laughs) Okay, so I have... This is my whole rant. I'm just going to go for it because I got it. it. You go. So Min is someone else in this scene. And I know the answer is going to be that the pattern or the wheel is affecting her. And I'm so done with that. I'm honestly tired of having to write off poor characterization and inconsistent characterization as the wheel. It feels incredibly lazy. I'm so sorry. I know (laughs) that this series is something I'm enjoying. And I'm... I'm... I... This is driving me nuts. I'm so sick of characters, specifically women characters, switching their personalities, doing an absolute 180. And then I have to sit there and it's like, the wheel was... Do- Shut up. Don't, don't no. apologize for your feelings, Marissa. No. Okay. Second. Also, Jordan, love you, bro. But these women are catty about Rand and these friendships would not withstand Egwene being told multiple times that she, quote, threw Rand away for the White Tower, when everyone, and I can't say the next word I used, knows that a woman who can channel and is left untrained is a potential death sentence. So like, sorry, she didn't want to be killed by her power and wanted to learn to control it. Three out of four women would die if they weren't trained. And so had to go to the White Tower. And now she's thrown away this man. Thrown away this man? who can channel and is going to go crazy and die. Yes, also, <laughs> her friends are absolutely great. I love their relationships up until Rand's name 
enters any conversation and then they lose all sense of themselves. But I guess that's okay because women are crazy, right? <laughs> like that's what it's giving to me is just women can't help themselves around men and or it's the pattern. And either one of those is lazy writing and or misogynistic. Also, and I can see this is going into a polyamorous situation, I'm not loving it. I'm just going to say we're starting this situation with a relationship in which the women are fighting over the man instead of it being a group effort to have a group relationship, which is what polyamory actually is. So it's not real polyamory. It's polygamy and it's bad polygamy at that. I have so many things I want to say to this comment, but I cannot. <laughs> and then Tay backed me up in the notes and I just want to give her credit, but also read out her quote, which she quotes, will you try to dandle all three of us on your knee? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and I appreciate the 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 support. The Yeah. The quotes I... are there. Ah. It's 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 very uncomfortable. I hate this situation, this specific scene for men, because I do think she's a cool character. But this is just like you said, it's so out of character, and it's it's, so- it's really out of character. She also like she, I can't imagine her acting like this. No. I actually like she's the I, one who walks around wearing like men's pants. Well, she's wearing a pants. dress now, so it's right, it's all good. She's girly. She's, <laughs> she's she's gone back to societal like, norms. She so wears she can pants. Now be she has short hair. Like the rest of the women, she has short hair. I just. it's all women are awful it's just that trope all women are awful all women can be friends i can appreciate that at least when elaine said the comment she had the decency to be like okay i'm just kidding like we're just joking around i'm like you're that was still rude yeah and i would still be hurt but at least that was like all right i can it's just such an uncomfy but this is like actually the like, you would never talk to this girl again. If somebody said this to me, as, and I'm a Gwen, I'm never talking to her again. This is not repairable. This is not a reparable situation. Like, it is... I, I'm frustrated with the situation. You don't know how female friendships work. Absolutely. <laughs> without telling me. Could you imagine saying this to anyone no, you call a friend? No, it's so rude. It's so mean. Like... Especially, like, you know this girl is basically basically has grown up almost betrothed to this guy pretty much yeah and you met him for five minutes everyone's obsessed with rand (laughs) and i don't understand why and also and min can see he's got red hair that's That's not good (laughs) come on people he's not even the dark moody okay let's not affect let's not insult Sorry, Ginger's out there, guys. The sorry, sorry, Dad. Not... I know you're a redhead, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying, like the dark head, dark haired love interest. Come on, it's not even. But that. I also, I just, Min is sitting there, and she can see people's future and like, like a little bit of their like almost what's going to happen to them in the pattern and stuff, just by looking at them. And she's resorting to cattiness. It's so not. It doesn't even make sense. It's frustrating. It's out of character. And if I'm supposed to accept this as a character, it makes me not like the book as much. And if I can blame it on the writing, I have to call it lazy writing. So it's one of the two. And you mentioned later because so I wrote down Min tells no one about Celine, but I guess if Celine showed up after, maybe she didn't have a moment to tell Celine. Yeah, but I also don't really think... I don't think she would have like, said I anything. Wouldn't be, I don't think she would have said anything In necessarily. Moment, she might have least. been scared enough. I also, so I did do a little moment where I was looking in the glossary. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> Lanfear 
So before I got to this section, it said a little bit about how Lanfear was essentially a lover of Luz Theron. Yes. And so this is making... And Varen does mention that in the prophecy originally. Yes. Yeah. And so it was just reminding me that that, oh, it's going to suck, but it's going to be returned. Like that that's going to be a thing and it's coming and I hate it. Read and find, find out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I will say, um, I like. I mean, Lan- I hate Lanfear because <laughs> she's the villain, but she's a cool villain. Because <laughs> well, she's a hot villain. She's a hot villain. <laughs> no, you guys haven't. Like, it's commonly written that she's one of the most powerful Forsaken. Because um, she's pretty. It's yeah, said that pretty. a few times. It's but only Ishamal. She has who's more some cool powers. It's so annoying too. The most the the be- the most powerful has to be pretty. <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's the most powerful has to be obsessed with a man. Of course. <laughs> of course. Like, Naturally. like, like, I'm sorry, Jordan. Like, you would have sat there and actually thought to give a romantic backstory to any of the male for <laughs> like, no, like that would never not. happen. No, but yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Be like, oh, but he's totally obsessed with this, like, one girl, <laughs> like. No. Does it say anything yet about her connections with any of the other Forsaken? Like, have we talked about many of the other Forsaken? I not that it, I can recall. Although it just maybe Tay compares her to Ishamel. I think that's his name. Ishamel. Ishamel. Because <laughs> you just have to pronounce it, not how it's spelled. Um, that's fine. <laughs> like all the other names in this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> Just kind of compares her to him as like it's commonly said he is the strongest power levels. Yeah, and she's like close, if not more powerful, but he's recognized as most powerful. I'm pretty sure that's the only mention we have between the two or between her and another right. Forsaken. I will not speak. Oh, just one more gross moment. We also have Min. I forgot I flagged this. We have Min saying she wished she did not feel as if she wanted Ren to protect her. Uh... Who is dying? <laughs> Dude is dying. Oh, but I'm a woman, so I need this redheaded boy to protect rough. me. It's getting rough in here. I absolutely I'm hate so this scared. scene. Like, I, I genuinely hate this scene. All right, so we still have finished <laughs> descriptions. We have a lot yeah. of things about. But Rand wakes up, and his other palm is branded with a hearing, which yes. fulfills part of the prophecy. So we're all happy about that. Maybe it didn't fulfill it in the way we thought, but it did fulfill it. Prophecy fulfilled in a way we didn't expect <laughs> I would have thought. and the Shinarans basically say something along the lines like they believe he's the dragon reborn now and they say like oh the dragon reborn will shatter all bonds so they're like well we follow you now yeah like we yeah. don't which is There's kind of a great nothing to hold us we're we're Did free you say a great moment it's kind of a good moment yeah yeah i like i like the this bond above anyone else like i i, I liked it I didn't like it for Rand, but I liked it. <laughs> I like it if it wasn't Rand. <laughs> I like yeah. it in spite of Rand. So now the news is spreading and uh, we have finished book two. Well, we also well, have a note from you, which that is he's a little bit butthurt that Egwene didn't wait for him. That's true. And I just wanted to read that out <laughs> because I'm frustrated by this because I feel like it's 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 leading into a very he's nice like, wow, thing. I wanted this girl to be safe by staying away from me. And then she did stay away from me. But like, she didn't even wait to say hi. But it's also like <laughs> opening up this possibility of like, Ren being like, why didn't you stay? And going being like, everyone, all the other girls around you insult me to my face, like about you. Like, I don't want to be anywhere near you. Goodbye. <laughs> there is a moment coming up in the next couple books that I cannot wait to oh, get to. <laughs> okay, well, 
We also have Moraine back and Hello, Rand Moraine. is bitter, of course. After Shocking. Wow, no, back you know in my I life. Actually, you know what I hated the most about this? I had, he tricked me again. He tricked me again. I was like, Rand had this big fight in the sky. You know, fought Balsamon. He's going to grow up, right? Like, this is the <laughs> moment I've been waiting for. And then he was like, I thought I was free from all the Aes Sedai. Did you? Did you, Rand? Oh. Really? You thought you were free? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Moraine shows up. He's like, I wish you. She's like, I'm here. And he's like, I wish you weren't. As far as I'm concerned, you can go back to wherever you've been hiding and stay there. Yeah, he's so rude. How? He is extremely bitter. rude to her. Just because she ignored you in Faldara. Like, you're still upset. Okay. But Moraine also mentions that Varen was not sent by her to find Rand. And this is one of the red flags for Varen for me. It's your red flag? That she might be a little sus, a little suspicious she came to find rand on her right. own maybe it's just the pattern i don't people. think it's the pattern i think it's varin being an absolute nerd <laughs> i think varin just wanted to study rand maybe she's writing a book <laughs> i think varin is fascinated and she couldn't help herself that's my take i will be happy if that is the situation because i like varin but i there were two i said i at Dark Friend Con, and there's obviously a whole Black Aja. So maybe Rand not trusting Aes Sedai is rubbing off on me. I don't know. <laughs> Just felt a little weird. <laughs> yep. Other other end of book notes. Three of the seven seals are broken on the Dark One. That's fine. And we, <laughs> it's fine. There's still four, right? That's but Balsamon's dead. Yeah. So it doesn't okay. even matter. He did. We're good. Uh, we don't know where Fane is, but Moraine warns us that she believes Mordeth got to him in Shatter Logoth and they like essentially Trump. combined <laughs> power to uh, make, what like, is it is it power worse. rangers <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah cuz cuz for everyone soul Fane's soul being touched by the dark one and did some little thing and now we've got something more evil he's just like accumulating big bad evil guys as he goes along yeah like he's just like accumulating their power he started as a peddler in in the first book and now he's just quite the journey i'm gonna be honest did not see this coming when i read him in the first chapter (laughs) (laughs) probably won't hear about him again signs were there now that i'm thinking back like it was definitely he was definitely a little sus yeah yeah Fane is is gone. Wonderful ever see him again. A couple more moments mm-hmm. of frustration with, with Rand. Moraine is here. Thought I was free from Aes Sedai. Don't need that. <laughs> she says, you need me now more than ever. And he says, I don't need you. And I don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that gives huge, huge Edward vibes when Edward is in yeah. the forest with Bella. I don't want you to come, Bella. <laughs> it's kind I, of giving I, mommy I, issues. I will not have anything. To, I will not have anything to do. With I mean, this. I won't. Light the dragon is supposed to break the world again to tear everything apart. I will not be the dragon. And Moran's like, you are what you are, bud. <laughs> like, like you are, man. Come on. It's gonna. The world is gonna break if you if you don't take this or if you do and you mess it up. Like, yeah. is destined to save the world or break it. Like, make your choice. To be determined. Okay. Anywho. And that's it. That's book two. <laughs> we had a few so, feelings about that. A few feelings, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I feel things. would like to do a little game before. Sorry. May we rate? I was wondering if you wanted to do rating after or before. Get the let's rating do, out of the let's way. Let's do rating let's out do of the way so we can first. have some fun. Yeah. All right. Can so uh, just as a reminder, like I, we meant to do this for book one. Yes. So do we want to do that as well here or yeah, we, just leave that not done? I say rate. Go for it. 
Yeah. Great book. Okay, so I'm just going to mm-hmm. blanket rate the first one, which was I, four. All right. Four to five. Yeah. If you have any questions, feel free. But <laughs> we'll we'll post eventually once we review. get- A full review. Yeah. On StoryGraphs and probably in Discord and stuff like that. Up. Yeah. So you can definitely find more thoughts on why it's a four. Uh, overall four. Tay? I want to preface this by saying I struggle with- rating books it's just not something i do naturally it is hard i like it's hard to put a number on someone's work for me and also like the way i feel about a book and the quality of a book like it doesn't always coincide and we have our ratings in different kind of chunks here but i'm just saying if my rating doesn't match that's fine don't don't worry about it. I said 3.75 for I of the World. All right. Overall. Okay, so I can go into a little bit more detail for book two. Yeah, and maybe just run through the rating system you guys are kind of Yeah, using. so it's it's my rating system that I forced <laughs> upon Tay or offered up to Tay. I'm not sure which one it was, but <laughs> it breaks it down into sections, which one section is writing. So I always take this as, you know, to get like a three in here, you have to just have writing that I didn't notice kind of thing. Like it's it's serviceable is what I usually say. Anything four is where we start to have more glimmers of, wow, that was really beautiful. And then obviously for like a five, almost the whole thing, I just felt like it was a work of art. And then we have plot and plot. And there's always a little bit of overlap. You're reading these, these all out of five individually. Yes, all out of five. I use quarter stars because I I need them and I love them. <laughs> so I use them. <laughs> But plot, there's always an overlap between almost all the categories in writing. You could blame it on either plot or writing sometimes. But plot, obviously, just kind of how interesting the story was, how engaged it was, and how much the plot actually made sense. And so again, you know, if it's making sense, but there's a couple holes, that's where you're going to get in the threes. And if it's, you know, really engaging with a couple flaws, it's usually in the fours. Anything lower than that, and you'll notice why, because I'll have a big, long description about why. (laughs) And then the last, well, the third category I write a lot about is the characters. And so a lot of this is how believable I think they are. I can think you see maybe where I'm going with this current book and how consistent they are to the character that has been introduced. Uh, again, you'll you'll kind of notice that on a sliding scale there. And then I always do a post-reading rating, which I always consider this to be more of, you know, how I felt at the end. So, and I don't necessarily consider this mark all the time in my final rating. It's more, you know, if the ending was super disappointing, I'm it might get like a two, but overall it was like a four. You know what I mean? Like it might just, if it was just the ending that's a problem, you kind of lose marks there. Or this is another place where I'm like, oh, but I had a lot of fun. You know, it wasn't a great masterpiece, but I had a lot of fun reading it. So it gets a five in the post reading rating. And then I usually give it an overall mark. So that's the rating system that we're using. Yeah. Maybe we'll go section by section between the two of us, Tay. How about that? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, and I just wanted to point out too. I just like looked up the like general rating on Storygraph for book one, and it's yeah. three point nine nine. So, oh my god! Are... So it's like the high end. I'm on the high end. Yeah. Wow. Did not see that coming. On average, for everybody who's written a review in there, I don't know how many there are, but all right, anyways, all right. Great hunt reviews. So give it to me. Writing. What do you have to? I'm scared to go first. <laughs> are you scared to go first? <laughs> okay. okay, I can, but. <laughs> Also, let me do another disclaimer. When you hear mine and hear Marissa's, Marissa has a degree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm all vibes. <laughs> okay. So I'm all vibes. Just, 
let's just keep that in mind. So glad I don't have to do a rating. <laughs> Anyways, I gave it a 3.5 for writing. <laughs> 3.25. Right. Okay. Not, that's okay. actually fairly close. I, and I'm going to just, just I'm going to explain, not justify, but I'm going to explain this a little bit. There's a lot of repeated phrases. And I know you warned me about this, but <laughs> I, I don't think I was quite ready for like the influx of very unusual repeated phrases. Like, I wish Perrin was here. He's so much better with girls. I don't need to hear that 20 times. <laughs> I just don't. I just, I really don't. Just wait for the braid tugging there- and the skirt smoothing. <laughs> There was also oh, a lot God. of plot things that I just didn't think worked out really well. And granted, that might be coming up as an explanation. So again, but I can't know that. So based yeah. off of these two books, you got to give it a 3.25. I, think I do think some are... of your specific points will maybe not get fixed, but will be more explained. Yeah. And to be honest, I would consider possibly half of that being a little bit of retconning of like, oh, crap. I left an open plot. I got to fix it, which is fine. Like, everybody makes mistakes. Like, I'm not. Sorry, I have a Miley Cyrus song stuck in my head now. I don't know. Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Everybody has mistakes. But I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. And, but yeah, just based off of what I know currently, I I feel like it has to be a 3.25. And that means it's good. I just want to point out that's actually a Hannah Montana song. So, <laughs> okay, sorry. Don't I wanted. Twisted, I was gonna say. Hannah, I was gonna say Hannah Montana. Then I was like, I'll just say Miley Cyrus because that's more recognizable. More sorry, continue. Than Hannah Montana. Very much okay, off topic. Anyways. Obviously, okay. Tay, do you have anything you want to say about the writing, or did I steal all your thunder there? Yeah, I mean, the repeated phrases was definitely something I noticed. There was in the f- like in the first book, I felt there was quite a bit of maybe like talking at like giving me the information I needed which it was world building so that makes sense in this one I felt similar but like there was this is an example of how unqualified I am to review another no, person's writing no <laughs> you're doing great uh, why are you laughing that- so hard at that I'm laughing because yeah <laughs> I agree. she agrees so she's laughing because she agrees with you though Tay. yeah so there's there's a word so you that. did good no i'm laughing because <sighs> i was trying to keep it short and then you said everything that i wanted to say so there's a lot of exposition instead of just instead of action and exposition is what you're talking about tay so that is where you are describing something in detail rather than like letting it come to us through action and there's the very famous saying even a lot of non-writers will be really familiar with with this that you'll hear almost all the time which is show don't tell and exposition is telling so jordan does fall into that quite a bit of that telling even telling us how characters feel instead of showing us how they feel which is fine and it's serviceable and it's whatever but it's not the most interesting reading. Sorry. That's why I was laughing because I was like, oh, I had a little nerd moment and I wanted to (laughs) share it with you. (laughs) Very cute. Excitement, laughter. Yeah, that was probably my biggest point on the writing there. Repetitiveness and exposition. Learned a new word today. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to stop grinning so much. Uh, My face is going to break. So the next part is plot. So yeah, give us your mark, Tay. I gave it a 3.5, hitting kind of middle. Like things are happening. There was times I was interested in what was going on. I like, you know, meeting the Ogiers and the Steading. 
happy to see more of the world. I was I happy to read about like a group that uses slavery and torture? Like, no. It made things more interesting for a minute though. Yeah. But the stakes, they were high, then they were knocked out. I don't even know if this is all plot stuff. No, this <laughs> is all kind of I would consider all of this plot stuff. I think I I'm, I'm kind of with you here. I struggled between 3.5 and 3.25 and I ended up giving it a 3.25, so I feel like we're really on the same page here i didn't like i it lost a lot of marks for me with the section about min just being allowed to come and go do you did it go down from the first book yeah yeah okay so this is like talked about a little bit in the fandom i think that like the first book i'm gonna be i guess you could consider it more fast-paced except for in there like i felt up, but like it felt focused yeah it is very focused whereas this one even though like they do have an end goal it's a lot more like almost slowed down compared to the first one at least it's how yeah. i think of it in my head maybe not in like the amount they're traveling or how fast they're traveling just like what's going on this is felt a lot like more an like in between book yeah yeah this felt like a filler episode so it was like <gasps> so much yeah. more on the first book and then we slowed down quite a bit for yeah. this one whereas and i think also this is kind of maybe Jordan trying to strike out from the, you know, the guidelines of the hero's journey a little bit more or feel like he's hitting his own pace and it's not so Lord of the Rings. But in reality, it became much less focused. And though there was interesting things happen happening, I feel like this book could have been summarized in like 300 pages and it would have been the same result. I debated making this two episodes. For this one. But there's so much that's happening, that's... but it's also not organized. So I, I, I appreciate that it was three because I don't think, well, they would have been like four hours long, which the like reason, whatever, but. Yeah, the reason I didn't make it three episodes was because once I read it through, I was like, there's not really a good half. There's a better third, I felt well, like. Well, also it does, like there is a lot happening. It's just not necessarily. Just a little more chaotic. <laughs> interesting, organized, or focused, which just affected the plot of of, of it as a book mm-hmm. i think it, in a plot as a series it's 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 fitting and it's doing its part but as a plot as a book it 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 falls short of what i would want the it felt like a lot of things credit to the wheel i guess were just convenient things were just happening yeah. and then like now here's the next thing and which i again, understand there is this whole wheel situation going on. I don't know like how much to credit it. It's kind of something that's hard to wrap my head around a little bit. It also, yeah, the like, wheel How is feels... it benefiting? Is it all powerful? The wheel is a little bit of a crutch mm-hmm. as a writing, as a reading experience. And I think as a writer, I think it was a little bit of a crutch. It's a little bit like giving your character amnesia so you can slowly create their backstory rather than having it all right there at the beginning. <laughs> because it, it kinda like it's easier to do it that way. Whereas like it's like, oh, we're very conveniently we'll easily find the, the horn because we need to find the horn. It's like things are just gonna turn out fine because that's how it needs to turn Which out. Which then the stakes get lowered because if it's gonna turn out fine, why do I care? Yeah. Yeah. How about yeah. characters? <laughs> I just wanted to pull something out because I have this companion book, here, book yeah um, which is like a dictionary of the wheel of time and so this is 
I just looked up wheel of time in it. And it explains, so time is a wheel with seven spokes, each spoke in age. As the wheel turns, ages come and go, leaving memories that fade to legend. We've heard that. The pattern of, a of an age is slightly different each time a specific age comes, and each time it is subject to greater change, but each time it is the same age. It's not a repeat of exactly what went on before, but when that age last came, when that late age last came, but close enough in its general outline that it might seem the same at a glance. So they do have a measure of free will, but the rough outline, like they're going to get to the same ending, supposedly, is, I guess, the description of it. I don't know if that helped at all. That pissed Marissa off. <laughs> that makes me want to drop the mark to like a three. <laughs> That's what that did. It just, it feels, it feels it feels like a crutch. It feels like a crutch to be like, this is why this has to happen, no matter how much my characters try to be themselves. Well, and what we know of Taviran too, like, I think it's what is loyal that explained it, is the pattern like spits out Taviran when we've gone too far off course, and they're supposed to twist things eventually back onto what the course is supposed to be. So like, we have three Taviran here, so clearly something has gone well off course. We needed this many Taviran to help save the world or save the age which yeah, I'm i guess i just don't know what's at stake i don't know what's the same at, way i don't know what's at stake a little bit if it's gonna end the same way but i also don't know what's at stake for for the taverin to show like why does it have to be the same it feels a little bit like trying to write a book about destiny which is essentially what is it is mm -hmm. and then telling me what the destiny is and then telling me to care when it gets a little bit different, but it's going to end the same. Maybe that's the journey. And maybe by book 14, I'm going to listen to this podcast. And I was like, Marissa, you poor soul. You knew so little. <laughs> I do think that and the journey is going to be worth the stakes will get high. I, I, I appreciate that. I do have kind of like a little bit of a prediction which we'll get to maybe in a second. But I feel weird about making predictions about the series because I keep imagining cool places it could go. And I feel like I'm throwing my radar brain too much into it and I'm going to make myself disappointed. So I'm almost like wanting to turn it off. Listen, there's lots more places this book that these series can go because we've got a lot more to read. <laughs> but I also trust you having said that it is worth the journey. So... I yeah I'm excited I'm still excited for the journey anyway we're on characters yes yeah sorry, and continue. so <laughs> I have to say the first book got a lot higher for the characters from me because I like the characters but the characters <laughs> that we're seeing in this book I found hard in terms of their inconsistency so I Three. I gave a three. Oh my god, oh, Tay. Look at you two. <laughs> you are on par. We are connected. Wow. It's almost like we talked the whole way through this book. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I I I feel I I really struggled with characters because I like the characters, but when I look at this as a singular book, it's not doing a lot for the characters. In okay. fact, it's undoing a lot for the characters. Yeah, there there's yeah. So I feel like it starts with characters that are like a four. 4.25 and it brought it down to a three all right like it actively drugged down the characterization that's kind of i feel like i've talked lots about this i don't know if you have anything else you want to say before we go on to our post reading rating i think really my biggest point on the characters here is like i understand that a character i don't like can still be a good character like you're not supposed to like every single character you don't like every single person out there in the world but i'm just annoyed too much at some particular characters i'm also annoyed um, at how yeah how similar 
some character's stubbornness is showing. Like, I get that Perrin is supposed to be stubborn as well, but he doesn't have to have the same thoughts as Rand. Like, I just, I feel like, again, a little bit of an easy out, a little bit of an easy way to characterize people. And I was just going to say that Nynaeve has, like, showed growth in this book and yeah, shot Nynaeve right up my is, rankings. Yeah, Nynaeve <laughs> is, like, my favorite part about this whole book, too. She might have like, if I was bit. reading this on, if it was just Nynaeve, this would be a very different mark. That's a, There wasn't enough Nynaeve. That's actually what happened. That's what went wrong here for me. And we kind of, like... Lan and Moraine were two of my favorite characters in the last book, and, and they we left. just didn't get them. Yeah, so I, well, it, all it the adults a- left, and I didn't like it. <laughs> it was just solidly mid on characters for me. There you go. Actually, all the adults did leave. Like Tom also was just not there <laughs> for most of the book. It's true, it was literally like all the adults were gone. Post reading rating four point five. I gave it a so- four. <laughs> This I is, love that you're like three, 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 four point five. But also, like, I I rate this as like how much I want to continue, right? As okay. well, right? So like, like I'm that. invested, and I if you anything better be, you got a lot more to go. <laughs> if anything, the ending, like I get why you like this ending of this book a lot, mm-hmm. and I saw that. I have to say too, and maybe it's because this is my like my reread of this i knowing where some of the characters end up i can ignore some things or at least they don't annoy me as much and i feel like you also know what things aren't coming back yeah so you can ignore those too but the first time i read this i do remember being like wow rand (laughs) my goodness (laughs) yeah i i appreciate because matt irritated me too i was so annoyed with matt yeah so i i I feel like i always do the post reading reading real quick it's like first thought i i want to continue if anything the ending made me excited to pick up the next book i actually like many times this is it's been a day since i finished this book and i was like staring at the third copy like the third book (laughs) the third copy the third book because i was ready and so this is what i mean of like it can be a really harsh rating and still be something that i'm finding fun which is why i added the post reading rating because i felt like the other three did not align with my reading experience for overall rating post, oh go sorry for, sorry Dang, i'm sorry <laughs> for post reading rating for me is very much just how i feel Vibes. and like the yeah. vibe <laughs> the vibe the, the post reading reading is really a vibe usually when i do the like full review i write like a line and it's like i can't wait for the next one or why did i read that or i'm frustrated it's it's literally the first thought that came into i mean my hey head. it's it's not a why did i just read that or i can't believe like i don't want to continue honestly so this is I the biggest it. one for me <laughs> like if 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 this is low i it's bad news bad vibes right if this rating yeah it's is, is low the is post reading yeah, rating okay. yeah yeah my my notes on it were that i'm still invested and that i'm optimistic of what's coming next yeah so, yeah i feel uh, the same me and tay are on the same page literally <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm gonna stop okay so what was your overall rating tay 3.75 oh okay so i did a 3.5 which right. i think now re- reading it actually like mathematically without including my post reading rating it should be a 3.25 <laughs> so that might change if you're looking at my review and it does say 3.25 so i'll, I'll make the decision for that afterwards if i want to be mathematically correct or not three point something three point something and three point something three point seven five yeah i can't do math so (laughs) yeah i don't know if that mathematically adds up or not but there it is (laughs) you know what it's vibes taylor (laughs) it works (laughs) all vibes coming from me (laughs) 
<laughs> I want you to give me a Taylor Swift era for each of these characters. Like, which which album are they listening to? Which one fits their vibe? Which or album however, are they listening to, or which album are they are they? Because those are different. Which one did you do? What who they are? Oh, I did. I'm going to do this in the moment, so you can change it on me now. So maybe <laughs> whatever Tay you did, Tay, you did. I, I'm good with you there. I did what they are. Okay, I'm here for it. I think it's definitely up Give for discussion. Me. Okay. <laughs> well, for I included Elaine and Min in this, and Tom is still sticking around for. Min, I struggled. I don't actually have one set in, so we can talk about that. But Elaine, Min? I had lover. Okay. Min Elaine. And- oh, yeah. Okay. I, I said fearless. Uh, no, I'm going to say fearless. I'm for, pretending like I did for it. For Elaine? <laughs> I'm lying to you. Like, I said this. I feel like you could give rep to Min just from the last scene. <laughs> no, I I think actually in her character, worse. because I'm ignoring that forever, <laughs> is evermore okay that's her actual vibe that's your vibe unless we're unless this is her new vibe and then she's reputation and i actually hate her (laughs) all right so we've got taylor has elaine as lover Lover. and you've got elaine as fearless no i'm gonna say speak now speak now okay that one's cute too i was just i was just thinking about the songs and 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 the speak now is more all right she's shooting her shot (laughs) that's true that's true well then i like speak now for elaine Let's stick with the girlies. I love, I love when we play these games, and I'm not meaning to, but I just convinced Tay. <laughs> I'm just like you're very. Convincing. No, actually, I'm right. <laughs> That's all I want. Stick with the girlies. Give me a win. For her, I had midnights, and all right, I'm kind of thinking like he was sunshine, I was midnight rain, in the sense of like Rand wanting her to just stay a Gwen, like from Emmonsfield, and she's like. I am gonna be a nice to die. Like he wanted a wife. She was making I, her own name. I yeah would also agree. Midnight's is a hundred percent. I love that because you know I forgot about Midnight's. I don't know how, but I was like, oh, fearless because like she was so fearless in the first one. But actually, that, no, I that so much better. Would have had hers. Yeah, yeah. It's too fearless. It's was a too thought juvenile but... for her now. That's true. Yeah, yeah she's, she's outgrown grown. fearless. Yeah, love it. All right, Nanif. I have folklore. We got Mad Woman. August, <laughs> she is. Mad. I feel it's kind of her relationship with Ran, or it's kind of her oh, relationship I with don't, Lan. I don't know how you don't give her reputation? I mean, you guys can disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm just. I, I the one. Look what Lan you made me do. One. This is me like trying. She's just doing her <laughs> freaking best. <laughs> yeah, but she's not. She's really not sitting there going, "Look, this is me trying." She's look what you her... made me do. Like she uh, is. This is me trying was I have the world. Are you ready like, for you it? What you made me do is great hunt. That's okay. I can I can agree okay. with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, yeah. you you don't have to convince each other. I do gotta say. No, I bet we want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got. You guys kind of said men. Tay, you don't really have one for men yet. You can think about it. Uh, but yours was Evermore. I was Evermore. I was fine with Evermore. Sure. Yeah. All right. I convinced her. Maureen is. Not super in this one, but I did have reputation for her. Ooh, she's got that I made me do reputation. <laughs> I know what song she is, and she's mastermind. Mm, but I feel yeah. like she's not midnights. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like you could argue that Rep is a mastermind type album with all of the Alex is like let me try a hand at convincing <laughs> <No>. <laughs> with all of the easter egg like what I'm saying is I agree with 
both of you in here. I just but don't like, think you say that- so. Reputation for me always speaks justified anger, and I don't feel that from Moraine because she is calculated. And regardless of whether she feels the anger, she's never going to say it. And so I feel like she has to be something that's a little bit more understated in its appearance, even if it isn't understated in its emotion, which maybe so actually I think is evermore. I kind of want to switch Min to folklore because folklore, folklore is more whimsical than evermore, which evermore is more emotional for me. That's my final answer. <laughs> evermore and Tay is crap. <laughs> All right. Well, sticking with Armorian Trend, let's switch to Lan. Lan, I have a toss-up, and I feel like Marissa's not going to have either one of my options here, oh, and really? I'm going to agree with whatever she picks. I have Fearless or Speak Now for Lan. He is absolutely not speaking now. He is. <laughs> he is not speak. <laughs> no, speak I Speak now? I'm, I'm thinking like long live and... He's fighting dragons. He had the with time you. of his life. <laughs> Well, I want him to live long, but I don't think that's his plan. (laughs) Long live, long live, Lan. Well, I mean, long live. He's fearless. I feel like he's Evermore. You're just on the Evermore train. I love Evermore. Do you just like Evermore? Is that your favorite album? (laughs) It is, actually. Uh, I think Evermore is a work of of art. He's enchanted to meet Nynaeve, but he can't. (laughs) I love that. I love the song's lyrics. I love that. But I don't love the vibe. He is haunted. (laughs) I bet you he's probably thinking I can see you up against the wall with me. Just can't act on it. You know what, Tay? I'll give it to you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Once again, you don't have to agree. (laughs) But I like the word debate. Let us agree. (laughs) (laughs) We want to agree. (laughs) All right. Well, let's do. I don't know if you do you have Tom in here? Oh, I have Tom. I have one for Tom. Tom is. If you say debut. (laughs) Tom is Christmas album. Tom is Tom is a lover because I'm one. I don't listen to it. (laughs) Two. uh, There's he's not here. Like I don't. (laughs) I I feel like in reality he's probably the self-titled album i had him oh give your reason well i just i feel like if there's anything he's going to be he's going to be over dramatic angsty and put on a performance <laughs> and that is the self-titled album i feel that and I he had... will continue singing it regardless of if he's outgrown it <laughs> i mean she didn't actually include any debut songs in the heiress tour she just used them as oh i'm so sorry songs. I've Yikes. been outed Anyways. as not a Swifty, so <laughs> I'm actually I I'm had... just gonna leave now. So okay, bye. <laughs> I had 1989 <laughs> for Tom. He got Welcome to New York. Very like <laughs> I got a big city. Dream. Okay, so gonna... for taking ones that are on the era tour, then I actually agree with you. 1989. I mean, that wasn't really a prerequisite. It was just eras, but yeah. you know. <laughs> Are we out of the woods yet? Tom is done with this. He doesn't want to be involved. You know, I there's just... not a song called "Fridging," so it doesn't really work. That's <laughs> <is> true. <laughs> All right, loyal. Me loyal. I had to lover specifically. Nice to have a friend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and <laughs> or debut like the outside, a place in this world. Oh. He's kind of <laughs> just trying to find himself. <laughs> Oh, loyal. He is a youngin. Yeah, the young age of 90. <laughs> I like, yeah, I actually really like Lover for him in the vibe. 
because it's very the reason I don't listen to it is because it's it feels the same to me and he's very consistent all right (laughs) I'm gonna have some Swifties after me for not liking Lover (laughs) I feel like I recently rediscovered Lover anyways all right our three boys let's go let's go Perrin 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 was he was my evermore I don't really have too much of a justification no body no crime but I mean, he did kill two people, and he does feel the effects of that. So it doesn't really. Yeah, but feel there right. were bodies, and there were there were crime. bodies, <laughs> and there was and crime. It, it was a crime. <laughs> Cowboy like me, just kind of the vibe of that. <laughs> Reminded me oh, of I Karen. Don't, I don't seem as cowboy. Not a cowboy, but just like the sound of that song hmm. feels like Perrin thinking about wolves. I don't know. I'm not set. It, it, he was kind of a hard one for me. Perrin, I'm going to go fearless because he's he really does embrace the day regardless of whether he wants to. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. All right. I like it. Uh, Matt. Matt My is 1,010% red. <laughs> okay. I had red. Because red is emotional. It is dramatic. It has 22. It has... I knew you were trouble. I knew you were trouble. Walked in. in. It has Matt. (laughs) We are never ever getting back together. These are all things Matt would say. (laughs) Also, they sound like how Matt would say them. (laughs) Like he would sit there and he would be like, We are never ever getting back together. (laughs) And then he would have, he would want, he wouldn't get this, but he would want Rand and Perrin sing him back up for him. (laughs) So he is, I'm so glad we agree on this. Because I would have spent the time to convince Tay on this one. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, and, that's right. And uh, last but and least, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a boy Rand. The holiday album. Did you think of it? No. <laughs> I'm with her. I'm with her. That's it. Jesse. I was thinking Rand is red because, well, his hair is red, but just like the dra- the drama and angst no. and like emotion of that. I, I like red too much to give it to Rand. <laughs> I could maybe give Rand like treacherous because this has been treacherous for me. <laughs> I can give him songs for sure. I can't give him an album. He's he's a single because it should only happen once. <laughs> he's uh oh gosh what's that song only the young (laughs) not on any album (laughs) i'd lie unreleased only the young can run run. (laughs) he's he should have been left in the vault Oh, sorry to everybody who loves he's gonna, Rand. He's gonna have a 180 at some point, right? Right. I'm gonna <laughs> like him better at some point. I'm gonna listen back to this and be like, "Oh, mercy, you read and nothing. find out. Read and find out." <laughs> if there is oh, someone gosh. who loves Rand, I would love for them to send us an essay on why. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we've made it more than comfortable for them to show their face with all of the love that <laughs> send we've given a nice Rand. essay at least, though. Be like, I, I. But honestly, it, if some, yeah, okay, no, all right, maybe. back it up, okay. <laughs> not not back it up necessarily but come with the receipts <laughs> if you Close. if you are loving rand at this point i would love to hear your thoughts at actually because i would love to get a different perspective on it potentially again you don't have to convince me but i'm interested in hearing what is gleaming in this character listen a lot of people think he's whiny and annoying <laughs> his first there couple books 
<laughs> I mean, that makes sense, but good news is you'll get a break from him in the next book because he is <laughs> what I'm waiting for. He is not absent, but he's not the biggest section of the book. It drops from like I can't I don't even know what the percentage is, but like 90% to like three percent like it's it's quite a drop okay oh wow. ready for it yeah okay sounds like fun speaking of we are we're done book two so we're moving on to book three and are we gonna do our quickly yeah quickly yeah. i just want you to to run through your ratings your mvt okay. and your lvt rankings all right so i'm i'm gonna start yeah, go ahead <laughs> 11th tom he hasn't done anything to redeem himself he has not shown up yet so you're stuck in 11th bud 10th Rand, sorry, you fought the dark one. Wasn't enough for me. <laughs> Once, couldn't couldn't do it. Twice, may or may not. If he still not had not it. immediately come out of that fight and been like, "I Sedai, oh my gosh, this is torturous." I he might have jumped up the list to be honest. But the fact that he literally faced on the dark one and he was like, "Oh my god, Moraine's here." That's the worst thing that could have happened. Is this was an unhealing wound in his side? Yeah, like the wound is not healed yet, and they can't heal it properly for some reason. And he's like, he's like Moraine. Worst thing that happened to me today. Great. Uh, nine is Min, who fell from first to ninth. Uh, yeah. Oof. Hate it. Rough for Run Min. With fire. <laughs> I'm blaming it all on Jordan. By the way, this is not this actually isn't Min's Min. fault. <laughs> this is Min's fault. Let's erase that. Erase yeah. that from your memory. Eighth is Lan, not because he's done anything wrong, but he hasn't done anything. <laughs> he has not appeared. <laughs> I don't think he was in this section at all, and he was barely in the last one. So, like, I can't keep holding that second spot for him. When he shows up and says a word, he's immediately back in second. So, just no <laughs> worries, everyone. I haven't lost my mind. Uh, seven, we have Elaine, who I still like her character, but she had a couple moments where I was just like... There's just other people in front of her. Uh, also, I wish Rand were here really, really dropped her fast. <laughs> I hate that one. <laughs> and she was in third left, so that's also kind of a drop. There's some big movements on my list, I realize. Mm -hmm. We also have Perrin moving quite a bit up to six. I really enjoyed the scene where he was just like, okay, I know this is like kind of embarrassing, but I'm Young Bull, and can you help me? <laughs> like he was really trying his best there we have Moraine in fifth who shows up and puts up with Rand's abuse so I know she hasn't done a lot in the book as a whole but she's done more than enough to earn fifth spot we have Matt in fourth which is officially the highest he's ever been in fact wow. I don't think he's I don't think Matt he's from Cawthon ladies like, and gentlemen last week was the highest and that was eighth so he moved up four spots so good for him loving that for him <laughs> what specifically did it was was a little bit of the sympathy and then the horn obviously just him being like nobody said we couldn't do this loophole <laughs> third we have loyal who is protector of the books uh, he should be lower because he didn't do much but he protected knowledge so he's good in my books second we have Egwene. she had a rough go i feel like she was doing a lot of things she literally got tortured and then one of her friends was like you threw away this guy i'm gonna put his head in my boobs and <laughs> you can't complain about it and i just feel like she didn't deserve that so she goes up to second, and Nynaeve, who is literally doing the most in this book ever, she is- The most in the least amount of time. <laughs> literally, like, least screen time, most effort. Like, Rand's getting the most screen time and doing the least amount possible with it. Nynaeve, polar opposite. Love that for her, always in first. All right, Tay, give it to us. All right, 11th, we got Tom. He wasn't here. Didn't 
yeah, that there you go. Self-explanatory. Yeah. Tenth Rand. <laughs> we know he did the battle. Yeah, that's all. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> In ninth Matt. It's okay. No thought, just blow horn. I, I loophole. I, there was thought. Yeah, sure. There was thought. There was more thought than taking the dagger. Yes. Growth. It still wasn't. <laughs> also, enough to be for fair, me. just to justify this a little bit, I know, I know we're trying to get through this quickly, but what else was the solution? I feel like everyone else was standing there being like, what do we do? And he was like, here's a solution. My solution was run the other one of the other Is two it ways. Perpendicular? <laughs> like, yeah, don't don't go north, south, go east or west and get out from between the two armies. I don't know. <laughs> I was imagining buildings there, so but also it was very were, confusing. Sound like a hell okay. Yeah. The lay of the land was not clear. Not clear. Uh, eighth, land. He wasn't, there was no land. Yeah, fair. So seventh, Perrin. Yeah, he he's getting more wolfy. Wasn't enough. <laughs> wasn't enough. Perrin, yeah. Sixth, Moraine. Again, just not enough of her. I, you gotta, you gotta be doing stuff to either be bottom or top on my list. That's fair. Uh, fifth, Min. Fourth, Elaine. We know what they did. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta be better friends to your girl, Egwene. Who's in third? She been through it. Nynaeve in second. Who she is pr- she did pretty much carry most of the character driven part of the book for me. But I am loyal to loyal, so he is in first. <laughs> That's fine, I'm fine Something with it. Not consistent. Until one of us dies, loyal's in first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bold. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I feel like the moment that either Nynaeve or Loyal gets knocked out of each of our spots, it's gonna be a moment. <laughs> like if that <laughs> happens, it's a real big bad. moment. Or they really didn't show up. We're gonna up have in to carve book. out a chunk of time. Yeah, there's to gonna talk be, about it. It's gonna be a long podcast, guys. <laughs> so Tay, my favorite part about your whole list was the fact that I was just imagining like like I don't know if you were ever in like theater or anything like that and you have like notes at the end of like a dress rehearsal and you have to sit there for the notes. And I just imagine all these characters coming in to get their notes about how their characters are doing. <laughs> and your note to parent is be more wolfy. <laughs> more wolf. I mean, and we were given the notes. lighting for theater. Yeah, we were given the notes at the end the of day, uh, yeah. rehearsals. Yeah. <laughs> I did have to tell some actors, can you stand in the light? Like, can I you, can't move it for you. you God, be I believe light? I yelled one time down from the catwalk, teach whoever how to sweep a broom. Because <laughs> he's not doing it well. Because <laughs> he's that's wrong. Yeah, anyway, that, I just had that image, so I had to share it. I love it. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So if you're planning to read book three, the next section. Yeah, give us our homework. Will be prologue to the end of chapter 22. And Fantastic. there are 56 chapters in this next book, plus a prologue. 22. Got end it. End of 22. End yeah. of 22. Right, any any final, cool. final that words? That is The Dragon Reborn. That's the third book. Yes, with the least amount of rand. And this has been this has been the great hunt. <laughs> dun, dun. We found the horn and we blew it. It was a long ride. All right, so <laughs> if... You want more information about the books or want to ask us questions, go ahead and join our Discord server. Or sell us on rant. <laughs> yeah, rant. sell us on rant. rant. Oh my goodness. Uh, you can go have a rant. Or rant on rant. Yeah, I was good. I was good. Yeah, Tay, we were on the same page. You can do that by following the link in the description of this podcast if you want to see what we're doing and look at pretty pictures of our books and other kinds of content. You can follow us on Instagram at 
Queens of Fantasy Pod, and we would appreciate that a lot. If you want to hear more from me and you just want to give me a follow, that's cool. I have a personal Instagram at Matty Dancer with two T's. Or if you want more books, I have another podcast that I run with my best friend Megan, and you know, we do have some guests occasionally that you might recognize the voices of. So go ahead and give that a listen or a follow on Instagram at the book jar pod there. If you want to meet a Matt who is crazy as Matt Trim, well, you can do that by going and checking out my other project, which is Crowned Heathens, where we stream games and talk about games on a podcast at Crowned Heathens on Instagram, twitch.tv slash Crowned Heathens on Twitch. Otherwise, Tay, where can they find you? You can find me at Current Tay Reading, and you can ask me for my Indigo wish list there, and I will send it to you. <laughs> Fantastic. We love, love that. <laughs> Alex, how about you? You can find me at at a creative al on instagram that's the best one or on the discord or under alex sadai because yes you know why alex sadai <laughs> <laughs> other than that we thank you so much for listening to this podcast and joining us on this journey and as always we will see you in the next chapters bye I lost it. I lost it. It's gone forever. I, I was. I, <laughs> I didn't have words. <laughs> was it something about loyal or naive? No, I don't. I don't. It was while Tay was doing her list, and I don't remember what my thought was. All right. So, all right. If you are, you know, if you still want to read along, I like... remember what my thought was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell it quick before you forget. <laughs>